1: The Amazing Race, Season 32, one of the most popular seasons, maybe the most popular ever. Uh, And you can really make a point that this cast, from top to bottom, all the way from the first pair to leave until the end, may have been the most popular cast ever. It was normal. Normally you have a week or two in there where it's like, uh, can we get rid of them? You know. Um, but on this particular season, it was almost like that was the worst part at the end of the show was seeing somebody leave because everybody was so well liked. And I know one of. My personal favorites um, that I pulled for all season long was Hung and chi and they were such a blast to watch, how they worked together, how smart they were, who did what, Um, this whole alliance of five teams and how it blew up, and and they started noticing – Others basically just wanted assistance and weren't offering any in return. I mean, it was amazing to watch. And, and, and this cast, just think about this, what they went through. Um, I mean, they had to wait nearly two years to see this air. Um, it, it's, it's the longest gap ever between – the end of filming, and a premiere. Uh, Season 31 premiered 10 months after it was finished filming. And this cast, I mean, all the fans felt so bad for them because it was like, God, these folks are going to have to wait like two years you know, to to get their airtime, and whoever wants got to wait on that money and all this and that. So, um, but we're going to get into all of that. We're going to get into the strategy behind the scenes. Um, we'll talk about the different locations, like um, Trinidad, Colombia, Brazil, France, Germany, India, the Philippines, um, and. Um, I think we're just going to have a blast tonight. Um, we may actually have some other um, cash members call in. They have really, really shown support for, for Hung and She on uh, social media. Um, so um, let's get right to it. Uh, as far as our our callers so far, I know I see Steve, Tim, and Melissa here, but Hung and Chi. Welcome to the podcast. Hello.
2: Hello. How are y'all
1: doing?
3: How are you guys
2: doing? No, we're doing great. Uh, Excited to be on the show. Thank you for having us.
4: Thanks for having us. Excited to be here.
2: Oh, I I mean, I fell in (laughs) love with you
1: guys from the get-go, you know, and uh, that's why I was – I tried to get hung – uh, into uh, Big Brother Whispers and kind of get to know her a little. And it was kind of funny because when we started talking, do you remember that? Um, how you, you told me, I'm not really good at this social media stuff. This is new to me. you remember that?
4: Exactly, because it was completely new. So when um, Amazing Race aired, they encouraged us to create social media accounts. Um, and so that was the first time she and I created, you know, Instagram accounts and Twitter accounts. We had no idea. <laughs> and
2: it would take us like a good ten
4: minute, a good ten minutes to figure out how to post, post
2: something, you know? Like we were that yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah,
3: that
1: <laughs> and
2: and she, just to be fair,
1: we've been trying to get you in there with her too, but you haven't come in there yet, so you're still a little you're still a little more social media shy or or
2: don't really care as
1: much about social media, I guess,
2: yeah, I think hung's learning curve has uh definitely uh it sped up much faster than mine when it comes to social media <laughs> well you may you may be like a lot of us um
1: I had always said I would never ever get involved in all of this, and now I'm like i'm I'm in so deep, I can't get out. But a lot of guys just say, "No, that ain't for me." uh, No, if you want to do it, go ahead. But that ain't for me. But but we struck up a good friendship, you know, she and I, and uh, we we've remained in touch throughout the season, and um, you know, and and I I talked to her about a podcast, and um, it was before the holidays. And I said, let's just you know, let's let's get through the holidays, let's get through Christmas and New Year's, and then we'll talk again. And so then I, I messaged her back, and I didn't hear anything. I'm like, uh oh, have I done something to run her off? I don't know. And and then she finally she finally replied, and she said, no, I I just haven't been online. <laughs>
4: exactly. I just don't always check if there's not a novocation or if it's not blinking, then. I just forgot about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, uh, tell us. Um, have, have you got? Were you guys fans of the show? I mean, t- tell us about like the casting process. How did how did you end up getting on the show? Had you tried before? Was this the first time you applied? Did they
2: approach you guys? How did that work? Yeah, we we are huge fans of the show, uh, and in fact. Hung uh, has been watching since season one, and she was the one that introduced me to the show when we met. So I started watching at, like, season, what, 14 or 15 or something like that. Uh, But since then, both of us have not missed an episode. Um, And it was one of Hung's dreams since college, since before we met, to, to be on the show.
4: Yeah, it was one of my bucket list things, and I've always wanted to apply, but just never really did it. And she and I kind of talked about it, and then it was a a really crazy time where we decided to double down and do it. It was, um, we had just had our third child, and we were, it was like a midnight colicky baby screaming feeding, and we were like, let's do it. (laughs) We have something to look forward to, and then we'll have fun, like just making the video. So yeah. we made the video, and we applied, and we got nothing back. So we kept applying, four or five times.
2: Yeah, we we applied wow. like four or five times, and you know, no callback, Just got rejected every time. But we figured we might as well just keep on trying. Um, and lo and behold, we get a callback out of the blue um, in like early
4: 2018. Yeah. Um, wow. Like February, March. And we got, uh, we were asked for um, separate interviews. So the casting agent interviewed Chi on the phone, interviewed me on the phone. Um, They liked us enough to send us like 100 plus pages to fill out. It was just like an application um, asking everything us and, you know, our relationship and what we thought about the other person. We filled that out Mm -hmm. and then um, waited for a while. And Mm -hmm. I think they called us in for a week long. Uh, yeah. Audition so, process in L.A.
2: Yeah, so we made it to to that next stage of the process where we got flown out to L.A. for a week, um, and you know we interviewed and met with the casting team. We met with the with the CBS executives. Um, it was a blast. Um, I, I was going to say that that whole
1: process had to be so exciting for you guys.
2: It was. I mean, we were even telling ourselves. If we don't make it past this stage, we're just thrilled to have even made it this far. Just because we didn't right. know how it all worked, and it was just all so very interesting.
4: And, you right. know, we did it not really thinking that we'd ever get on the show. We just did it because it was fun and it was something that, you know, we could dream about and fantasize about, right? And to even get that far, for us, it was, like, so amazing.
1: Yeah. So so once once you're told, once you're told, you're in. You're, you're in the cast. Did you make sure you started doing even more research and stuff about previous challenges on
2: previous seasons so you could start planning your season? Oh, absolutely. Big-time preparation. And so one of Hung's biggest things was she needed to learn how to swim because, uh, you know, you see it on almost every season. There's teens out there that just, uh, don't know how to swim, and it and it comes back to bite them. Um, right. So,
4: the casting um, agents require that. So you have to fill out hundreds and hundreds of pages. And there was a question that said, "Rate your swimming level." So it was like, "Can't swim," "Can barely swim," <laughs> "Expert swimmer." I'm not an expert swimmer, but I didn't say I didn't want to say I couldn't swim, so I just circled the middle one. But apparently, <laughs> not very many people circled that one. And so they required me to swim and videotape myself swimming. So I did that. Wow. Then they wanted me to videotape myself like throwing something something to the bottom of the pool, diving down, getting it, and coming back up. Right? So they had to prove to them that I could actually swim. So I really, really had to learn and practice.
1: <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, I am I have never I have never heard that before from another show. I mean I I do a whole yeah. lot of Survivor stuff, know a whole lot of Survivors. Um, I know how some of them, when they find out that that they're going to be in the cast, if they're not very good swimmers, they start working out like an Olympic pool. John Cochran was like that. Steven Fishbach was like that. Um, and, on, and Big Brother, of course, you don't really have to deal with the water. But I've, I've never heard a show go to that extreme in casting to make you show them you can actually handle yourself in the water.
2: Yeah, I don't know if other teams had to do this, but Hung certainly did. Um, so yeah, that was big, big preparation for us. For me, I you know I needed to learn how to drive stick because uh, I've never right. driven stick before. Um,
4: and it was hard for us to even find a stick shift car to, to practice on.
1: Right, you see, and you know that was one of the things when when all that came up, it was one of the funniest parts of the season for me because I was born and raised in the South with everybody drove stick shift, you know, and it was you know mm-hmm. to me it's simple, but watching it play out on t v with people that weren't that familiar with it was was kind of funny mm-hmm. to watch, yeah but yeah, you know, it's something that it's something that at least you guys thought about before you started the
2: show. You figured that might be in it. Oh yeah, every season there's always an, a, a six shift leg, and so we did not want that to be the reason we got eliminated. Right, right. Um, and had you, had you, I'm sure you had. As
1: you talked about, okay, if we have this kind of challenge or this challenge, all right, you're doing this, I'll do this, I'll do this, you do that. Or were there some that you were kind of like, um, we're pretty even on this,
2: so you go on that and then maybe the next one's harder and I'll take that one. I think the beauty of Hung and I's uh, uh, relationship is that we have very opposite strengths. And so... Um you know, we agreed that I would handle most of the physical tasks and any music tasks, and she would basically handle everything else, so puzzles, mental challenges, things like that I, yeah, anything height based uh she would handle all of those, and
4: anything um, gross I would handle
2: yeah, yeah, and you know you can do all that preparation. But sometimes when you get to the, you know, to the clue and you read the clue, it's not really clear what you need to do. Right. So you kind of guess. Right. And you hope that you guess right. And I think we were fortunate enough to, to have guessed right most of the time.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's the other thing. Um, you may misfigure that clue and and you send the wrong person in. But, uh, yeah. Um, Hung, what about, Hung, I want to ask you about this, because, I mean, I'm I'm a big strong dude, you know, but coming down off the side of that building like you had to do, I would have definitely asked my wife, "You sure? Don't you want to do this one?" (laughs) Um,
4: So I remember going to that challenge, and we ripped open the the clue, and it said something about who wants the wind in
2: their hair? Yeah.
4: And she thought it was something athletic, and I knew it was going to be hype. So I was like, let me do it. We didn't realize it was actually going to be a mental challenge. Um, I just thought, you know, if it's hype,
3: yeah.
4: if I'm scared, I'll still be alive, you know, but yeah. I, I can do it yeah. um, because I was really um, self-conscious and concerned that I would be at some roadblock where it was super physical and I couldn't do it or slow it down. And I didn't want to be the reason why we got eliminated because, you know, I couldn't, Carry a bunch of concrete blocks to the other side, you know. Um, right. So yeah, I was I was all about doing it just because I need to do some.
2: <laughs> yeah,
4: but yeah. on the whole, uh, yeah. How, how, did, uh, how did you feel? How did you feel
1: watching your wife come down off the top of a building like that? Were you Were you
2: scared? Did it Did it Did it worry you? No, I wasn't scared at all. I mean, I'm I. I, I I know that they test the hell out of, you know, all of the safety equipment and stuff. So right. I knew she was safe. Um, it's just a matter of her doing it. Yeah. I mean,
1: that, that's one, one of the things I, I always tell fans
2: when they talk about
1: um, how scary some of the stuff looks. I always try to make sure they know. you You do know that the network, make sure nothing happens to these people, right? And yep. uh, But it, it still looks scary. You know, it still looks scary doing some of that stuff. Um, can you talk a little but bit about how how the alliance started?
4: One more thing, Jim, about the, the scariness. So in our heads, we knew that it was the safest thing possible, right? But in the back of our heads, we had to sign NDAs. Like if we got hurt, we, I mean, we signed a whole list of things like if we got hurt, if we got, you know, decapitated, like it's like this really gruesome, like you're signing your life away. List of things that if it happened, we won't hold them right. accountable. And right. before the, going down the side of the building, we had to sign another one saying that you know if anything happened to us, it was you know not their fault. So that little part makes it a little
1: bit scarier yeah that uh, and that's that's kind of standard for c b s um i've read the uh I've read the survivor contract. you pretty much are um giving up all rights you know if if anything happens, but that, if anything did happen, they would take care of you, but I don't think we've ever had anything go go kind of crazy on Amazing Race. Been a, been a couple of things on Survivor, but I don't think we've had it happen on Amazing Race.
4: Yeah, I don't yeah
2: not that I'm aware of.
4: The couple of times yeah. that somebody got hurt by acting like they got hurt because they, like Dave and Connor, just yeah, was
2: running. Yeah, ripped, ripped his yeah. Achilles or whatever. It
4: wasn't because of an unsafe right. thing.
2: Yeah. Right. Now, um, oh, gee, tell, tell
4: everybody how
1: this alliance thing started, because that was such a debate with fans. Half the fans liked it and thought it was smart. Half the fans hated it and thought it ruined things. How did you guys come up with that? Who came up with it, and who was more invested in it and who wasn't?
2: Oh, So here's the thing about the alliance. The five-team alliance was never really a thing in our minds. Uh, We didn't even know that it existed until, you know, Phil asked us about it after the Germany leg. Um, For us, we we wanted to align ourselves with Riley and Madison. That's who we approached first. And that was a strategic play. That was a strategic play for us because we wanted to, you know, to Hung's point earlier, if she happened to get stuck at a roadblock that was super physical, we wanted to, to be aligned with a team that could potentially help her out if she got stuck
4: and we approached them really early on in Brazil. So like two.
2: Yeah. And, yeah um
4: two or three. Yeah. Um, and then we uh, also, and we also got yeah. um, real close to the boyfriends too. And it also it was because the three of us happened to spend a lot of time together because we were usually together at challenges or, you know, um, and so we solidified that alliance with the, Boyfriends in um, on our way to France. Mm-hmm. So from that point on um, is when the three of us started to work together, and it was really I think we were equally all equally invested there. But the five person alliance, the one that was actually played up in the season, was not real <laughs> thing.
1: Okay, so basically, basically you actually really had a, a final three alliance, and they that's kind of right. they kind of edited it to where there were five and uh but somewhere along the way um D'Angelo, who I love to death because i I lived a long time in Memphis, and of course he went to college there and was he's a legend in Memphis for football he um he got kind of upset but you guys were starting to figure out um, we're helping them, and it's starting to hurt us, and they're not really doing nothing for us.
2: Yeah, uh, it, it was just, you know, a lot, a lot of just circumstances that that, that added up. Um, you know, they asked us where the goat head was located when we were at the yurt in, in Kazakhstan, um, and, you know, D'Angelo essentially cornered hung in, in, in Germany going up going down the building saying hey let's let's work together if you figure it out why don't you tell me the, the answer
4: right um, I- in, in, in all fairness right I think that um, D'Angelo um, is, is there to just win and be competitive you know and, and that that's um, a competitive advantage in lots of competitions and situations right and that's not quite how I am um, and so that's why, you know, the the gap in, you know, how I perceived his behaviors and how he perceived mine, right? He was surprised that I was right. giving. If I was willing to give, he was willing to take, right? Um, and so right. after this then he and I talked about it uh, a bit more, and we clarified, you know, because we both agree on the, the behaviors that we saw, right? But we weren't clear about our individual intentions because we can't see that, Right. And so once we we talked about, you know, we were cool, but um, during uh, the actual season, you know, there was a lot of misunderstanding just because we didn't know where the other person was coming from. Yeah.
1: Right, right, right. Well, what about, um, I don't guess you guys knew about it um, until you actually saw it play out, or maybe you did, you know, a lot of times, players talk to each other, you know, when the season's over. Yeah, they they stay in touch, so you may have known. But did you know uh, – I mean, how did you feel when you saw um, Gary and D'Angelo's exit at what D'Angelo said? Did that surprise you, or were you like, hey, I get it, you know? I mean, how, how did you guys feel when you watched that episode?
4: Um, so, everything that is aired happens, but there is a lot of editing license that the producers take to tell the, uh, uh, you know, a coherent, good story. So, right. you know, what we saw on TV was very consistent with how D'Angelo was throughout the race. So, it wasn't a surprise. Um, it wasn't even a surprise to D'Angelo. Honestly, well, you know, because our time is really, really close. We have a, you know... Um,
2: a group chat. A group
4: chat that we talk on yeah. all the time. And funny enough, yeah. Angelo was actually a little bit disappointed because he wanted to be more of a villain than he was. Yeah, he
2: wanted that villain edit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and,
4: and, and again, that's just, you know, D'Angelo. He's mischievous. He, you know, he likes um, that sort of lens. Yeah. So um, I think the, there wasn't a lot of surprise when we, we, we saw it.
1: Okay, so, so that that didn't surprise you the way he asked. did it surprise you how and and again, I don't know how active you were on social media. Did it surprise you at at how the fans started going after him after what he said that night?
2: Uh I mean, not really. I, I think you, you could definitely expect some people to um where his comments would rub them the wrong way. Um, yeah. So, you know, I I can see both sides of, of that.
4: Um. Yeah, and, and I think on social media, we saw both sides, too. There were, you know, the die-hard D'Angelo fans, um, you know, that supported him the whole way, right, um, which makes sense. And then there are the other folks who were like, you know, that's not cool, dude, you know, because a lot of people would give their left leg to, to be on the show. Um right. And you don't – to have appreciated that opportunity, so I, I think that both came out. Um, yeah, yeah, both, both sides came. were
2: very vocal yeah. on
1: social media. Yeah, yeah, we saw that, and uh, even even within whispers, and I know she's on here. One of my, one of my moderators, Melissa. Um, I was very disappointed in D'Angelo because. I'm a D'Angelo fan, like I said, all the way back to when he played college football in Memphis, and he's he's like a legend in Memphis because he still does a lot of stuff around the community in Memphis. And it, to, to me, seeing him say those things was shocking, and and I was disappointed. But then uh, it's like Melissa was like defending him the whole time. So, I mean, you see it with with each other. You see it with your friends. I mean, you see how different fans view things differently. But you guys, um, bringing up the point that he actually wanted to be edited even as a bigger villain, that really adds to it. Because if that's what he wanted, he went out that way.
4: (laughs) Um, and you're right. D'Angelo's a real good guy. He does lots of things for the community and for breast cancer awareness. Um, he does. But I think he does. That, but I think that some fans, you know, when you're not in the the moment, you forget how tired we are, how jet lagged, how hungry, how Fleet like sleep deprived, sleep deprived. Yeah. How you know some of us are actually physically hurt, um, too. Right. And so in the moment, you say lots of things, you know, um, but at the end of the day I think um and am uh, not wanting to speak for D'Angelo here, but um he's a good guy but he he likes attention and I, I think good or bad, I think that, you know. <laughs> he enjoyed
2: the attention. He, he enjoys it. <laughs>
1: he was he was sort of the uh, out out of him and Gary, he was sort of the one drawing the heat while Gary was the one trying to keep everything calm. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Gary's a saint. He is like a <laughs> super, super patient, um, calming, calming presence. Yeah, um,
2: but
4: he yeah. loves to play. Um, both of them do. You know, they're like big kids.
1: Yeah, well, you, you just brought up something else about how tired and how hungry, you know, that you can get on this, and that that raises another question: How does food work? I mean, what what do you guys do out there? They give you um, a couple of meals
2: a day. How does that work? Okay. So during the leg, they give you your leg money at the beginning of, you know, at the pit start. So you can use that money to buy food if you want. Hung and I chose to not spend it on food because we just didn't know when if or if we would need it for something important during the leg. So uh, then right. we have to
4: be more resourceful. So, for like, on planes, when they feed you, we would ask for seconds and thirds. And fourth and fifth, if they have any left of <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we tried
1: to be clever that way. And they're probably looking at this little little
2: lady saying, "Where are you putting all of this?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but then in uh, between legs, uh, in between legs, you can order. You know, we're we're in the hotel, and and you can order room service, and so that you you don't have to pay for that. That doesn't count against your leg money. Uh, and okay. so that's the other opportunity to uh, to kind of re- refuel. All right, that's good to know because a
1: lot of fans, a lot of fans think, well, heck, they send them out there, you don't ever see them eat. So how do they how do they manage to survive? This is worse than Survivor, Big Brother. These folks never <laughs> eat. But at least yeah. when you're in the hotel, you at least have that one nice meal that night. That's right.
4: Well, that's funny that you mentioned that because they let you have, like, one entree, one dessert, right? And for us, you know, regular non-pro athlete folks, that's sufficient, right? And if I don't finish it, I can give it to Chi. But when you have, like, right. pro athletes on the race like we had, they said they were hungry, and often we would, like, kind of, you know, if we had extra food, we'd give it to Gary, right? Because he was losing weight with the amount of food <laughs> that, they had, yeah. that, that was there.
2: He needs a lot yeah, of calories. He a big
1: boy. You had uh, you had you had pro football players, you had an Olympic athlete, you had some stiff competition out there. You oh, know Yeah, you know, pro volleyball you had some stiff competition out there. Um and you were talking about uh you guys were talking about how D'Angelo um yes. wanted to villain at it and there really was just a final three. It wasn't a final five like everyone thought. Um, I think Will and James um, went through some of this editing thing. I think their their strive to get there. Fans were behind them, but the closer they got, it was like fans turned against them. Did uh, they got cocky? Did you, did yeah, and there you go, there you go. You said it right there. You said it because we did we did amazing race recaps every week, and that's kind of what we saw. We were like, well, boy, we really liked them to start, but man, are they getting kind of cocky or
3: what?
4: So again, they're with us all the time, and all sorts of things come out of our faces, right? And they have it recorded. And they can edit it any series of ways. Like, Will and James are one of the kindest, nicest people in the world. They love to play games, and they're very competitive, right? So, like anybody who goes on the race is. But they are so nice and such kind human beings. Like, they are beautiful on the outside and on the inside. And so it was actually kind of heartbreaking for me to watch not only the edits that they got, but also the social media backlash. Like, people were being right. really, really rough on them. Yeah. And it made me sad. And, um, Jim, you, you were talking earlier about how, you know, I wasn't used to social media. So I wasn't used to, like, all the trolling. So oh, that was gosh. kind of heartbreaking about the airing of it Um, because, you know, from a bystander side, it really upset me, the things that were being said about Will and James. And then personally, the things that were said to us um, were also really, really hard. And and, and a lot of it was just not, they were just random and not called for. Like people said things to us that were, or or to me, that were sexist and racist that, I mean, it wasn't specifically in response to anything I did. It was just, you know, they didn't like me, so they just, like, said these things. And a lot of people, like, found ways to direct message me or, like, email a friend of mine. Wow. <laughs> I don't know how to do
1: that. Wow. That's, that's crazy. crazy. That's, that's big that's Big Brother stuff. That, that's what Big Brother fans do. They try to get players fired from their jobs. They get so mad at them. Wow. Whoa. Wow. I'm not. I am not making that up. I am. I am not making that up. I promise you. I and it, promise and it's you. It's happened before. It's happened yeah, before. Big, too. Big Brother fans. Don't ever go on Big Brother. Just don't ever go on Big be Brother because they will eat. Those fans will eat you alive. I mean, um, Survivor fans are more intellectual. And try to figure things out, you know. And they look for clues and tips. Big brother fans—they just go nuts. They just go nuts. <laughs> and, and I've always thought, I've always thought, amazing race fans were more like Survivor fans. But maybe, maybe because this cast was so popular, and you had so many popular teams. Maybe, and plus, the way they edited that alliance, uh, a lot of fans did not like that. You know, they didn't think it was quite fair. They were even calling for producers to never let this happen again. Don't you dare ever let these alliances happen again. You figure these challenges out where they can't help each other. That's not fair. Don't let them help each other. Do you think it's possible? Do you think it's possible they could set up challenges
2: where you couldn't actually help each other? Well, it's funny that you say that. Um, When we were in Kazakhstan and we were doing like the movie set challenge, uh, that was, that was uh, something that was stated in the clue specifically that we were not allowed to help any other teams that were with us. Uh, And so, you know, we were with Leo and Alana at the time, so we, you know, we weren't planning to help them anyways. Um, but, <laughs> you know, had Riley and Madison been with us, we wouldn't have been able to, to help them even if we wanted to.
4: Yeah, they explicitly said wow. that we could not help or talk to any of other teams um, in the challenge. So, yeah, they, they could do that. And um, not until all the backlash and the producers' responses that we realized that the producers were so, were so unhappy with us helping yeah. because we, at the time, you know, didn't know that people yeah. were frowning on that.
2: Yeah, we were just yeah. you know, trying to honor honor our commitments and and um, while at the same time trying to further ourselves. Well, I mean, it's, and, and it's not the
1: first time. It's not the first time on this show that there have been alliances. It's happened before. Yeah. It was just that this one, it was just that this one, with how they edited it, and it did come down to those five. They it was so predictable. You just knew it was going to be those five, and then you knew which two were leaving next. So we knew who the final three were. The only question was who was going to get in that supernova first. <laughs>
4: yeah, so I agree with you. The alliance and helping each other out happens in every season. Um, this season was probably the one where the Lions was super successful, um, which might yeah, have made it more was. boring for the fans.
1: Yeah, it really was. Now, I think that's what the fans didn't like was because it was so yeah. predictable, you know. Um, and normally, we don't have that on the Amazing Race. Um, yeah. What what part of of the of the whole show? what
2: what where did you go that you enjoyed the most oh for me it was uh it was the cooking challenge in brazil um you know where we where we went to the amazon uh tribe and i didn't i didn't really, i didn't think that um you know, communities like that still existed but but they do and it was such an eye opening experience um, i'll I'll never forget it that was my favorite what about you? What about you, Hong? Huh? Same thing or something different?
4: Um, it was all so very cool. And uh, I'm going to split from cheat, and I'm going to say it's Kazakhstan, because it's a country that I'm so glad that I visited. But, honestly, we probably would never have gone on our own for no other reason other than ignorance. Like, we didn't yeah. know how cool it was or mm-hmm. what it was like, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, so that has inspired us, once all this COVID stuff is over, to travel more into places that, you know.
2: We wouldn't think to travel. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
4: Right? Right. Um, right. Because, yeah.
2: Well, what about
1: uh,
4: outside
1: of your final three? Okay. Well, let's just let's say outside that final five. Outside that final five. Which of the other teams did it either surprise you more, they left as early as they did, or you were kind of hurt and sad that they
2: left when they did? For me, I actually thought the entire cast, top to bottom, was very competitive. Every team had their own unique strengths, and even Cody and Nathan, at the very beginning, Um, you know, when, when we tried to get to know them, like they, they obviously do the noodling thing with the catfish, uh, but they also build furniture for a living. And so those are skills that come in handy on the race and they seem like they had a good positive attitude that, and they wouldn't like self implode. Um, I thought that they would be a very tough team. It just so happened that music, you know, was, uh, was just kind of a weakness of theirs. But I mean, the race could have played out really different. If the music challenge was later on in the season, um, I thought every team had was, was competitive in their own way.
3: Completely okay. agree. Um,
2: um, yeah, th- no, but there's not there's not one there's
1: not one team that maybe left a, a whole lot earlier than you thought they would.
4: Oh, for for me, it was definitely the noodlers. Um, I had, you know, when we got to know them, I thought that they'd be um, one of the hardest competitors there. Because um, they could have been like a jet and cord yeah, type, type of team. That's who they reminded me of. Like, yeah. they could do everything, you know? Yeah. Um, and once they got to a the challenge, they would just leapfrog you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was really surprised when they didn't make it um, out of um, Tobago. On the world.
3: And wow. too.
4: they're, they're are so nice. Like you, you're, yeah. you wonder what they had for breakfast. They're, they're so happy with life, <laughs> and they're just so kind.
2: Yeah. And then Kelly and Levon, is, they're
4: another example. Like they're
2: Olympic athletes. They're clearly competitive people.
4: They Dry. are right.
2: They speak multiple languages, and you know there's a there's a big luck element to to the race too. And you know they just got uh, unlucky. Uh, in, yeah. What? Columbus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one,
1: that one kind of surprised me because when I saw the cast, I mean, you don't have a whole lot to go on. I mean, you know, a little of their backgrounds, but when you saw them, they kind of stood out. Like just like D'Angelo and Gary, when you saw those two things, you were like, oh, they're gonna be really good at these physical challenges. So there's somebody to watch, yeah. and then. They don't last long, but yet Gary and D'Angelo do, so it's it's weird how it works out and then what about what about the blondes? It was like you just couldn't get rid of them. They just kept saving themselves.
4: um But the thing with the blondes are that they are so they never give up. They are such tough women, and I think a lot of people underestimate them just because they're beautiful and so happy all the time. But they are yeah. tough and and sharp folks. Yeah. Um and the the couple of times that they were in um the bottom something happened, you know, like in India, they were lost in that taxi for an hour plus. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Um they were lost in uh Paraguay, Paraguay. Yep. for you know, we were almost all out before they arrived to the um, orchestra fit. So yeah. they also had over game. Yeah. And then they had some good luck too. They had a couple of uh
1: not elimination legs, right, right,
4: they, yeah, yeah they, 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 they,
1: they, um, they did have their, uh, their share of uh, getting lost moments. Um, they did. I, I, they, I mean, along with you guys, they were probably, I mean, you guys and then them, and probably. Um, Aparna and Eswar, those were probably my favorite three teams from the season. Well, thank you. And I know from talking to, um, uh, on social media, Aparna is, she's just, she's a sweetheart. She's nice as she can be. Um, and so is Kay Um, and and going back to Will and James, I want to let you guys know this because I don't know if you noticed it. Um, I don't know if you noticed it. I know T you didn't notice it because you don't watch nothing I do on social media. <laughs> but, but yeah, but, that's, hung, that's did you, did you notice? Uh, hung, did you notice on uh, one of the promos I did on Instagram, um, James? Um, yes. Posted, he posted yes. under the, the the photo that you guys were icons.
4: Yes, he did. Um, yeah. That's the thing that I... One good thing, one good surprise about our cast is I, I really like them. Like, they're really, really good people, you know? And right. sometimes when you watch these reality TV shows, you wonder if these people are, like, good people or not. And... I can say hand over heart that everybody in our cast are really fun, good humans, you know, that care about, you know, the world. I agree. You
1: know, bring up life, I agree. You know? I, think that's, I, I think that's what, what made us such a good season. I mean, it, it's the cast. I mean, you can, you can take another 10 or 12 teams out there and do the same season, and it would be horrible. Just because the cast isn't good, but I mean, you go all the way from Nathan and Cody to the Olympians, Jerry and Frank. You know, the father and son, Michelle and Victoria, the sisters. They were popular. Yeah. Um, Leo and Alana. Um, Alana yeah. more popular than Leo because I think Leo likes to be a villain too.
3: <laughs> but
1: <laughs> Alana is really popular.
3: Kaylin and
1: Haley are dolls. Everybody loves them, and like I said, S1 Aparna, a super nice. Gary D'Angelo, um, Riley and Madison, Will and James, and you. I mean, I mean, everybody in the cast is likable. You cannot look at one pair and say, "Man, that pair right there, they
2: suck." You know? <laughs> yeah, I, I agree, so, and it. And it's there, no accident that we've had what two or three cast reunions um since the race just because we enjoy spending time together and everybody right. are, are just good
4: and I've heard from other casts that um our cast is unique in that way because other casts there's usually like you know two at least two groups um because they don't all get along for whatever reason um
1: right yeah i've seen I've seen a ton of pictures. Where you guys have gotten together afterwards um and i'm I'm sure there were a lot um, that that went on before you could even make it public, you know, yeah, you know wh- while it was airing or while you were waiting that long, long time for the show <laughs> to get on air um, i'm I'm sure there was a lot of communication because. You're right. I mean, you can tell this cast really likes each other. I I mean, I I don't see anybody that doesn't really get along.
4: But we do have to give credit to James. He is definitely the glue that keeps us together. Um, Professionally, he is, you know, a... Social media manager and an event planner, so um, he takes that into his personal life too. Like he's the one that, like you know, spearheads all of our reunions, makes sure that you know um, we we keep in touch, and that makes it, makes it easy for us to keep in touch. You know, so um, have to definitely give a shout out to James because he is definitely the social glue. Yeah, yeah,
1: uh, yeah. You you can kind of see that. You can kind of see that.
4: Um,
2: Tell us. Was- <laughs> Tell us a little bit about the double U-turn. Oh, um, I guess there were there were a couple, right? There was one in Brazil. Um, yeah, and the, there was one was, in, was on leg eight. Yeah, there were, on leg eight, we had two detours, two
1: roadblocks, and two yields over two episodes.
2: Yeah, oh, that's in India. That's right. Um, yeah. I don't think that one had double U-turns, though, did it?
4: Uh, no, I didn't India? put
2: the yield. No, that, yeah. one, that one wasn't turn No. Um, yeah, because
4: the blo- time. Yeah, yeah.
1: But then there, there was a production delay on leg eight. Um, you guys were given a time credit for the start of the next oh. leg and were allowed to leave about 25, 26 minutes ahead of uh,
2: Eswar and Aparna.
4: You noticed
2: that? Oh. very good that's a very good observation.
4: Yes, <laughs> I am so so impressed that you you noticed that. So we can tell you the story behind that.
1: Okay, good, good. Go ahead.
4: <laughs> so what happened in India was that we were going to this or that, and initially we decided to go to this, and which
2: was the bangle, which
4: was the bangle. So we ran to the bangle shop. We got the clue where we read what the actual um, detours were. One is to find bangles, and the other one was to make a dental mold, molds. And we were closer to the bangles, but we decided to switch. And so we said to the camera, we're switching detours. So we ran to the other place, which was the dental, the, the mold. Okay. Yeah. So when we were running over there, there are production folks on the other side. They didn't realize that we had switched detours. They thought that we were lost, and that we hadn't picked up the clue that explained the two detours. And so, when we got to the dental station, they said, "No, we can't do it," and shoot us away. And we were looking at our clue and the dental station, and it was spelled differently on the clue than the station. So we thought, "Oh, we must be in the wrong place." So we kept looking, and then we found the second dental station. Aparna and Ishwar were already there, and running around looking we had to wait for them and in that time um we just lost time and then when we uh, so we waited we did our thing and then you know we, we checked in and our our camera person was wondering why they didn't let us in the second seat central station because he knew that it was a real station and why we had to wait and so he actually asked and escalated that and they said that oh it was their fault and it was a mess up. And if we and they estimated that if we had were able to go to the first station, we would have not wasted time. And they credited that to us. But it didn't make well, that a difference in terms of you know, placement ranking or placement. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so that's what actually happened. I am so impressed that you actually noticed up on that. that.
1: That's crazy. <laughs> now um, we get to this U-turn. Riley and Madison U-turns D'Angelo and Gary. However, they had passed a turn point. Yep. Yep. And were therefore they it was they were unaffected by. It. And D'Angelo yep. and Gary later on they elected to quit the legs Final task and wait out the two-hour penalty. Now, that's something else that helps with D'Angelo's villain edit. A lot of fans were like, you waited this long to get on this show, and you're not even going to try. I mean, maybe you can finish this, and maybe you can catch up. The odds are not with you, but... Do NFL athletes just quit and don't try? Did, did that
2: surprise you?
5: You're breaking up, Jim.
2: I, I think right. I heard your question, Jim, and um it, it it surprised me, yes yes and no. Um, you know, they're ultra competitive people and if you know, if they feel like the other three teams have already checked in, you know, and their emotions are running high, like you know, I, I can see why they they would just want to take the penalty. Um but then on the flip side, if you're a professional competitor, you know, you never give up, right? You always go hard until the end and um so I I I can see both both outcomes.
4: And I think it goes back to it's really, really highly intensive, highly stressful situation where you do things that you wouldn't do in a normal situation and you kind of lose common sense. Like I barely knew what my name was. Things (laughs) that people are very surprised that you would do on national television, but you you forget, you know, lots of filters go away, lots of things. um, Yeah. Because it's just a very – Unnatural, artificial situation.
1: Right, right. Um, both of you, both of you, at least got um, one of the quotes for the episode title of the season. On um, yours was in C, uh, episode six when you said, "I'm not even walking; I'm falling." Do you remember yep. that? <laughs>
4: I do remember
1: that.
4: <laughs> I was screaming, costumes, and that's one of the things I was screaming.
1: Yeah, and and gee, they saved years for the end. They saved years for the end, and your quote on that episode was, "Now it's about
2: winning." Yep, I sure did. Yeah, unfortunately, it did not come true. <laughs>
1: How did when you, so Orleans, when, you, when you guys got to New Orleans? When you when you got to New Orleans, how did you feel? Did you think you were still in it um, when you were headed for the Superdome? Did you know you were you weren't going to win?
2: Um, how, how did you feel at that point?
1: How, how did you think yeah. your chances
2: were? Uh, when we arrived at the Super Bowl. We we knew that we, you know, we weren't going to win. Um, but before then, when we left the, the King Cake Challenge, we thought there was still a chance that we could catch up. We just needed the next challenge to be really hard. Uh, and unfortunately, that wasn't the case. You just needed to, what, jump off a bridge and, and build a big old globe.
4: We were hoping for something harder than the Filipino flag thing. Yeah. That was the only way that we were going to be able to catch up because the, uh, the, the gap was really big. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Did the, uh, did the marriage proposal surprise you at the end?
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I wish we were there to see it. Uh, we hadn't, you know, we hadn't come in yet, but they told us right. about it and we were just so, so, so happy for Will and James. Um, right. you know, they're, they're incredible people. Yeah. um, all right, uh, we got a,
1: we got a few callers on here, and they've been listening to all of this. So I'm going to give my voice a little rest. You can hear my sinus infection, but um, we've got uh, we we have a we actually have a amazing race guru. I call him an amazing race guru. Of course, he's kind of a survivor guru too. Um, Jim Gross. Um, I know you have bound – you're bound to have some questions for Hung and chi. Yeah.
6: So the first one I have is the one thing I noticed about you guys is you only took what looked like one small backpack on the race, and so how did you come up with that idea? Do you think it helped you at all?
4: It absolutely helped us. So I I did a bunch of research before, and I uh, found out that most people – Bags start off roughly 35 pounds, and I knew without seeing a cast that likely I was going to be smaller, weaker, slower, so I needed to figure out ways to level the playing field, and one of the ideas I had was I wasn't going to take a bag, and I wanted to be sure to make that she wasn't overloaded with both of our stuff, Um, and so my goal was to carry one bag that was half the size of a regular bag, so 17 pounds. We actually netted our bag being 15 pounds. And so we were very, very thoughtful and intentional about every single thing that we brought. And the truth is, if we went again, we would know exactly what else not to pack. So we, can make, we could have had a much smaller pack.
2: Yeah, all the credit in the world goes to Hums on this one. Um, no luxuries allowed. Um,
4: we were gross. We're disgusting.
2: Even like the razor that we <laughs> packed, like I detached the blade from the handle and so uh We
4: had to, she, she wow. had to learn how to the handle part of the razor.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: but we found other people. People were divesting and throwing away stuff because carrying like thirty something pounds on your back while you're running, it's exhausting. Yeah. Um a of right. threw away a whole bag yep. in um the cage.
2: Yep. Yeah, so we inspired other teams to to do the same, and um, you guys have to remember, Hung is only like five feet tall and 100 pounds, and so um, you know to have her being weighed down by a 30 pound backpack is a huge deal, and so we we yeah, did not want like to. A, that's like a third a third of her body
1: weight she's trying to carry. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, um, I, you know, I guess it wasn't as bad as, I, I don't know, you know, a
3: guy having to run around
1: in women's heels, that probably wasn't much fun either.
4: not oh, dangerous. Break an ankle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> as so, many, few, as many shoes as my wife buys, Lord, I would hate to have to try to do that. But, Kim, uh, yeah. give, yeah, give
3: me another question?
1: Yeah. So like what all go what
6: all like happens during the uh, pit stops?
2: Yeah, so um, once you check in, first thing you need to do is uh, do your post leg interview, uh, mm-hmm. and so that's where that's that's where the story producers will you know t- ask you to replay the entire leg, and then that way they can splice in our audio during the 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 you know the episode. That explains all the things that's going on in our heads and what our strategies were. So we do post like interviews, and then after that, um, they put us in a hotel and um,
4: it's called hotel, (laughs) endearingly called hotel jail. Yeah, because we're inside the room with our partner. They have a production assistant outside our room to make sure that we don't exit the room that we don't talk to anybody. The hotel rooms are, the telephones and alarm clocks are removed, so we don't have any interactions with other, you know, cast members or any other. What about TV?
1: What about TV? Can you watch TV?
4: We can watch TV, but in Kazakhstan, we have Kazakh and Russian channels, so we can't (laughs) understand anything. (laughs) So there's usually one channel playing music videos, so we just watch that.
2: Yeah, um, that, that that would that would be yeah. that
1: would be like me growing up watching Bruce Lee movies and trying to figure out what the heck they're saying.
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, uh, <laughs> but you use that time to like catch up on sleep and eat and rest because you're just like totally just spent at the end of each leg. Right, right. What about clothes? I mean.
1: I mean, how does that work? Did, did you have, you know, fresh clothes? Did you have to keep putting on the same clothes. How did that work?
2: Well, if you're if you're hung and I and you're lugging around just one backpack, uh, that's only 15 pounds. That means we are re-wearing our clothes over and over again, and we stunk.
4: We smell so bad because if you remember <laughs> the Chantilly cream, and them throwing the, that cream on us, it got into Every fiber of our clothes, and simply clean rocks very quickly.
1: You couldn't, and, um, you couldn't figure a way in the hotel to maybe use the shampoo or the soap and and oh, maybe was. wash them off? Did you try that?
4: We tried, to we tried to use it, and we tried to wash it, but it's not like a washing machine, and it's not like Tide. Right, so it's still right. Ties. Yeah. For the rest right. of the race, we all smell like baby vomit, all of us. Man, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm telling you, this, all of
1: this is so all of this is so interesting to me because I know so much about how Survivor works and how Big Brother works. Uh, a lot of this is just new to me. It's so interesting, Melissa. What? What? I know you've got some questions.
5: Mm-hmm. Oh, I wouldn't necessarily say questions. Um, really? Oh, wait. There was one. See, I rewatched the whole season, um from Monday until today. Nice. Just so that just so that I could I don't know. But anyway she um she, she comes she comes prepared. She's ready.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Oh,
5: I I just have she, some awesome. She's the one,
1: she she's the one I was telling you that during the season she stuck up for D'Angelo while I was saying he, he's being kind of a horse ass. So, um, but Melissa, you got um, any questions or comments?
5: No. Um, more like observations. I okay. know that people were saying that, that Gary and D'Angelo um, were all taking no give. But you know what? I think Hung and she were the ones that um were all give and no take, it seems like they're the only ones that I saw giving. I mean, I rarely even saw James and will even giving
1: um, right well I think I, so, think I acknowledged earlier I think she acknowledged earlier tonight that that was part of the issue um. Uh, D'Angelo and Gary were were very happy to receive, but
3: she acknowledged
1: that that her and she are, are kind of giving, so it was partly on them for being willing to do it.
5: Yeah, well, and, but the thing I'm trying to say is that um, I don't think that Will and James, because they uh, all the time were saying, Oh, you know, they were really down on them and I was like, Well, you know, it's like um the pot calling the kettle black because they they rarely gave either. In my opinion. Um, yeah. I don't know, they were just my least favorite because they were just they just started getting so cocky there towards the end. And um also, on the one where you had to guess the music and put the boxes in the order, had, had Gary and D'Angelo went and reread their clue like Hung and Chi and all of them did, and then realized they had to put it in a specific order, because therefore Gary and D'Angelo actually had more of the answers right than the others did.
1: Yeah. Um, how, many, how, many
3: times, how many times
1: on this show, and how and Chi, you, you said you've been faithful followers of this show. How many times do you see someone mess up on a challenge because they just didn't read the clue correctly?
4: A lot, and our season was no exception. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's particularly embarrassing because we're super fans, you know. That when we go back, mm-hmm. and we're so frustrated, and there's nothing else we do, you know. We're like, oh my god, read the clue. So we reread the clue. Yeah. Oh, something else to share about the clue. When you are watching at home, you think there's just one clue, right? And so it's simple, read the stupid clue, guys. But actually, when you're <laughs> in it, there's a short clue and a very, very long detailed clue. And the long detailed clue, ironically, is usually what we spend all of our time reading because we don't want to break a rule or get know, penalized, that. you know. But the truth is usually what the unlock that we need to read is in the short clue. It's the cutesy one that kind of rhymes that we read on camera. And yeah. we don't spend time reading that one. We spend all the time reading the, the detailed ones where, you know, if you get something wrong, you're going to get penalized. Um,
1: now, see that that's
4: that, that's something else.
1: That's something else that's news to me. I didn't know about a uh, a long detailed clue that followed up the little short clue. I didn't know about that. Yeah. Wow! So,
4: I mean, that, and, and what our, you guys
1: are saying is, what you guys are saying is that long detailed clue normally didn't have didn't help you.
4: No, it didn't help you. It just had rules on things that you can't do or you're going to get punished, right? But because the risk of being punished is so high for us, we're all reading that one. Um, When we actually should focus more time on the the cutesy short rhyming one.
1: Wow. See? I mean, mean, we're learning a lot tonight. Um, Steve, Steve, I know you've learned a lot tonight that you didn't know. What what kind of questions or comments do you have?
0: Well, uh, one of the things that we discussed, I I forget which uh, which leg it was. If it was the Germany one, which one did the
2: uh, did the blondes get lost?
3: They got lost. It was
2: Paraguay and India were like particularly uh,
4: the big ones. They were lost for over an hour.
2: Yeah well it was there
0: were there was one leg where uh no it wasn't the blondes it was the uh, the brunettes because they ca- they were riding for like 6 hours or something uh and i remember us discussing in, oh in france in france i remember us discussing on the uh on the recap show that night uh whether or not you know you got uh i guess what my question is were you guys prohibited like if there if there was uh if there was a local like who knew exactly where to go like were you guys prohibited from you know allowing them to ride with you and uh and show you exactly where
4: yes yes that was a rule that was put into place um quite some seasons ago because that. in the other they would have locals, you know, join them, and they were, they were called ferns, and ferns are no longer allowed. So people can tell us Boston where to Rob. go.
1: Yeah, yeah
4: that, that's the
1: Boston, Boston Rob rule right there. <laughs> the Boston <laughs> Rob was on there. But, but yeah. I'm glad you answered that because we debated that, I'll bet you, two, three, four weeks. We watched the exit interviews to see if it was addressed, and it was never addressed, but now we know. uh, Because that was my main thing is, why the heck didn't you just pull over and get somebody
2: to help you? But now we know it was against the rules. Well, you're allowed to ask someone to help you, but you can't have them come with you.
4: Yes, they can't come into your taxi with you. They can't come in your car with you, but they can give you directions.
2: And the sisters did do that, um, but for whatever reason, they they just they still got lost. And um, it's just one of those things that it's just it's just tough when you're tired and sleep deprived. You know, they just they just couldn't recover. I
1: mean, I, I mean that was a. That was a joke online for about two days. Everybody was still posting and tweeting. Hey, guess what? They're still riding around. They're still riding <laughs> around. Yeah. Steve, what else? What else you got? Uh,
0: what do you got uh obviously there were a whole bunch of a whole bunch of, of different challenges throughout the season, like stacking the melons, uh, finding the baby inside the cake, <laughs> among other things. What do you guys think was probably your hardest task that you guys had to do?
4: The most physically demanding one is definitely the watermelon one. Um, that, that was really, really really hard. So those are the ones. Water- throw Um, because we did the math it was over 300 watermelons that we threw and caught and and the
2: weather that day was extremely humid and it was in 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 the 90s temperature wise um, that took so much out of me Um, i I actually got sick afterwards with heat exhaustion
4: um yeah you had to go to the hospital in paraguay because yeah. of it just to make sure that it was heat exhaustion and not an infection because it was so bad. Um, but there were other tasks that were impossible, like uh, the in India we, we just couldn't do the video game oh, thing. And yeah. that, um, we were there for a long time, too, so and we weren't going to get it, so we left and switched detours. Uh, so we switched detours three times uh, during the, the race. Yeah. So there's a lot of challenges that took our butt.
1: So, uh so gee, they uh they cost you a really big hero edit. If they would have showed you having to go to the hospital and still staying in, people would have been like, Oh my god, we gotta pull up for this team. You cannot get rid of that guy.
2: Well, I think they were trying to get all the right footage for that, but um the, the hospital wouldn't allow them to film. Uh and so uh, so I think that's why they just decided to leave it out um, but they did film me like walking into the van to go to the hospital
4: they filmed the doctor coming they into the filmed... room saying that we have to go to the hospital
2: yeah so they did try to set that up but unfortunately just didn't get all the footage they needed um, how worried were you about him at that point
4: um I <laughs> I'm also very competitive so I, I asked him if he felt okay um, and he said yes so I <laughs> believed him and so I was I wanted to make sure that we weren't going to be um, kicked out of the competition because you know they right. you know would not medically clear him so we yeah, to, you
1: we uh, you, you, say, you sound like my wife my wife would have said go in there <laughs> get your IV and get your ass back out here <laughs>
4: That's funny that you mentioned that because the doctors were like, uh, we'll come check on him, and if his temperature is still so elevated, we might have to give him an, an oxygen. We'll, we'll take it one step at a time. So we were trying to um, control and lower his uh, body, body temperature. Thing. So I went and I got a bunch of ice from the ice machine in the hotel, and I was just like oh. putting it on his watch and his armpits. And I'm, like, I'm so sorry. It's going to hurt. One, two, three. And he's like, ah! <laughs> and it did lower his temperature, right? Oh so, my God! Like you lower your temperature quickly.
2: It worked. Oh. Uh,
4: but then it fucked with more.
1: You you uh you do sound like my wife. She would have done <laughs> anything to keep us from leaving at that point. Um, JB, you're on the air, aren't you? And this is one of your favorite shows. You got one of the most popular teams of the season. You got
7: any questions or comments? One thing that I was uh, wondering, well, I wasn't really wondering. I more or less uh, told my wife that, uh, you know, it's probably easier than, uh, you know, then they have it set out. But was it really that hard? to go past one of those uh roadblock clues like you see uh you know people or I should say uh you know other people doing
2: Are are you are you referencing like just walking past the clue box because you don't see it? Yeah. Oh uh for us we never had trouble finding the clue box. Once we were in the area, um, but I, I think there was one. You might be referencing one one instance where uh, Michelle and Victoria in Brazil they were walking around for like thirty minutes trying to find the clues uh, after the cooking challenge. Um, but yeah, I think for us we we didn't have any trouble. Yeah.
7: Okay.
1: Uh, um. Yeah. Another question or a
2: comment, JB?
7: Uh, I guess it has to do with uh, oh, what's their what's their name? Uh, Frank and uh, Jerry. Uh
2: huh.
7: When uh, they lost their clue, and they had to go back and uh, get their clue. It was uh, one of the uh, oh, one of the executive producers said that it was a very nice uh, it was a very nice how can you say it? Uh, boat ride. But that <laughs> boat ride actually took one hour each way.
3: Yeah, and if you really
7: was, yeah and if and if you really add it up, it was an hour getting there, and then they found out that their clue that they didn't have the clue they had to go back that was another hour to get the clue, then it was another hour to go back to where they were supposed to go, so they yeah. actually lost. Three, talking, there's three hours that the, they lost
1: Yeah Are you talking about the one that happened At uh, Swallows Beach um, Yeah With the food stand Where they had the food stand The first seven teams Left at like 7.30 or 7.40 in the morning And the other four would They left like uh, 30 minutes later um and you had to get on a boat that would take you to um nylon pool and you had to memorize the the painted fish are you is that what you're talking about?
7: yeah, it was towards the beginning of the uh towards the beginning of the show. I think it was the uh leg that actually cost them uh that actually made them uh lose. It was the third leg. And that was going...
4: Yeah, I think...
7: They were either either in um, Colombia or Brazil.
4: It was Brazil. Brazil. After the market, um, many of us forgot to to take all of the things we bought from the market to the island. And so that boat ride was a really, really long boat ride. Um, And so, unfortunately, Jerry and Frank didn't realize that until Michelle and Vic... Mentioned it to them, then they struggled back. But by that time, you know, they would.
2: They had lost too much time.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So that, was really that, that was the Was why. that was that the one with the uh, double switchback? No, no that Parag-
2: Paraguay was the double switchback with the watermelon and okay. the uh, b- something.
4: This is the one with the market, Jim, and then we went to the oh, okay, yeah, the one, yeah, the one I was talking about earlier,
1: yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um I I guess, you know, the thing about it
1: is at that point when you know you gotta take that, that boat ride back and then turn around and try to come you pretty much know that's it. You pretty much know you're out of it.
2: Yeah, you just gotta hope that maybe somebody else yeah. forgot also forgot <laughs> their stuff too. And, and yeah. we did have
1: we did have w- one moment this season where we had somebody's boat quit on them, and there was a little drama. I think maybe it was the uh, the volleyball players' their boat quit yeah. on them.
4: Yep, it was in Cambodia. All of a sudden, their motor just went out. They were actually first out, and then their motor just quit. Um, but it, it came back on pretty in quick, like five minutes or so. But yeah. it was really scary. Oh,
2: okay. So,
1: all right, so it, on TV it looked
2: a lot worse than it was. They got it going pretty quick. Yes, that's right. They didn't lose much time. But,
4: but they did lose, but, their, their they lose placement.
2: Place, yeah, they lost placement, but yeah. they didn't lose much time. That would have really sucked having to leave like that.
3: <laughs>
2: yes, for sure.
1: Kim, you got another question?
6: Yes, so... Um, on the uh, on the first, fight when they did the uh, keep on racing, how surprised were you when you saw
2: Nathan and Cody were eliminated? Oh, I, I was so usually... surprised Nathan and Cody were eliminated. Um, like I was saying earlier, I thought they were one of the sh- stronger teams of the cast, and, um, and, and so that was just very unexpected. I think they just ran into a music challenge that just happened to be a weakness of theirs. Yeah, because usually... Usually, those kinds of keep on racing ways are uh the yeah,
6: a non-elimination with no penalty for the oh, last place yeah,
2: team. That too. Yep. Uh, that yeah, that was totally unusual because usually no one gets eliminated and everyone keeps on racing. But they switched it up this time.
4: Yeah, we were surprised that a there was no prize, two <laughs> yeah. that no, that somebody got eliminated, <laughs> uh, and three that it was a, a keep on racing leg on the first leg. You know, we were already so shell-shocked.
6: Yeah.
3: Mm. yeah um, they, they definitely yeah. did. The, keep uh, on, keep on going.
6: It's <laughs> like, they definitely done the first thing. Yeah. Like, keep on going before. Um, um, oh, they one
3: I have, like, I have right, go ahead, Lilith. So. No, no ahead, I was just going to
5: ask, I heard somebody say prizes, and it just reminded me, I wonder, um, if you have, or any of the other cast members have taken their trips yet?
2: Oh no, no, um, none of us have. Yeah, because they they don't give you the trips or any prizes until after the finale airs, um, and so oh, it's only okay. been well, it's only been a couple of months, you know, since the finale. So, uh, but I think we have what two years? Yeah, to yeah, two years two. to cash in.
5: Well, let's cross fingers that COVID gets under control.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Really. And, uh, and go over, go over exactly what you guys still have um, besides your the money that you won. Um, what what
2: other prizes do you still have to collect on? Uh, we just have one one prize. Uh, it's a trip to Switzerland. Uh, we even oh, though we won two not- legs. Oh yeah, yeah. No, we're excited to to go uh, you know, whenever it's safe, but but yeah, even though we won two legs, the first leg didn't count. We didn't get a prize, so it was keep on racing.
1: Do either of you snow ski? Do either of you snow ski?
2: No, we do not. Um Uh-oh. and well, the, the the only time we were planning on going was during the summer anyway. Oh, okay. Um, and, okay. Uh, and we've done some research on, um, you know, on that area, and it looks pretty nice even without snow. I mean, there's there's things to do. There's, you know, the highest rail station in Europe is there, and you uh, can eat some good food there. So we'll have fun. Oh okay. yeah, so you know, you know, it'll it you know, be a blast. So, you'll have, don't you, really
1: you'll, like you'll have to get uh, you'll have to get home to uh, post some pictures on social media, so we can <laughs> see funny. that so when you go do that. And I'll I'll make sure everybody sees them if you do that. Um, When you
3: guys got to New
1: Orleans um, on Bourbon Street,
2: had either of you ever been to Bourbon Street before? I had, yeah. I'd gone with my family. Uh, You know, we did a family vacation when I was a young kid, uh, but I actually don't really remember much of it. Uh, so it was it was good to to go back again and and the atmosphere was awesome. They did a great job of just with all the people and the music.
4: We went to Bourbon yeah. Street with the kids but it was during the daytime, and it was kind of like stinky, you know, because at night people are having fun, and in the daytime, you know, it's just like urine and throw up, you know, from last <laughs> night. So that's what we got. Yeah, <laughs> see, I totally
1: I totally agree with you, and and I mean. I know that people from New Orleans hate me for my opinion, but I visited there before and I I didn't like it because it, it it was just to me it was just dirty. I mean there were people pulling up, there were people urinating, it was just like, Y'all think this is fun? Um, and I I just I couldn't get into it. But um you you had the you know, the challenge where you collect the beads. You know, um, you had to have fifty red, and the other had to have 50 gold to get your next clue. What was the clue on that challenge?
2: Very clear at what you needed to do. Yeah, uh, yes, yes, it was. Um, we we knew what we needed to do. We knew that they needed to be a certain size. Um, we were just at the mercy of the, the, the bead throwers throwing, you know, the ones that we needed. Uh, so that was, that was a little bit frustrating, but it is what it is.
1: Right. Right. Um, we, I I mean, I mean, I, I know you guys may not have vacationed down on Bourbon Street before, but, uh. You know how that works down on Bourbon Street. You know how they throw the beads out. You know what they holler at the women on the street. You know. Oh, yeah, so, in order,
4: so people were hollering, hollering at
1: you, were they
4: hollering at you to,
1: you know, show the uh, show the goods.
4: Um. So <laughs> yes, they that to me, and I wasn't. But it's funny that you say that because Riley and Madison, nobody was hollering at them, but they were showing goods as much as possible. They were trying to do anything to get beads, uh, and they were uh, really shit. frustrated that despite like lifting up it, like showing everybody everything, they didn't get beads any faster. Um, so yeah, <laughs> we're afraid of both.
1: That's funny. That's funny. Riley and Madison out of out of all the teams there, they're the ones showing the goods to try to eat the Beads. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that is classic. That's classic. I mean I, I can't oh, help man. but I, I can't help but like that. I mean you know, I mean they were trying, you know, they were trying. <laughs> but I, I did wonder that hung because that's how that city is, you know, if you want the beads they want to see the goods, so uh, I'm glad I'm glad you didn't have to deal with that. Um, Kim, you got another question?
6: Um, yeah. So, what was it like having to wait for two years to see the race there on TV and keeping the uh, secret that you got on the race?
2: Yeah, it, for me, it was, it was maybe the first month or two after coming back that was really tough, because you still got the adrenaline going, you want to tell everybody that you know, like all the cool stuff that you did, uh, but you're not allowed to, so you got to keep quiet, uh, but right. then maybe two to three months into it, you, you settle back into normal life, and you get back into your routine, and um, and in some ways, you almost forget about it, and uh, you just kind of keep on waiting, it gets easier. <laughs>
8: Did you have anybody actually ask you how you did on the race? <laughs> uh,
2: our, our kids asked us, and we did not tell them how we did uh, because wow. we are not allowed to. Uh, wow! And so they were probably more antsy and excited for the show to air than we were because they wanted to know oh, how I we bet. did. Oh my God! Uh, if, you ki- if you didn't tell your kid, if you didn't tell your kids.
7: When
1: the finale came on, I
2: bet they were on the edge of their seats. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. And, you know, they grew up in the age of, like, Netflix and no commercials and binging everything. So, right. they hated having to wait one week for the next episode <laughs> and wait another week for the next episode. Uh, oh, man. I was careful for them. Oh, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't even drop them any hints? Nope, no hints. We wanted them to... Wow. What you <laughs> Wow.
1: Um, Teresa, you got any more questions for Hung and G?
8: They've all been
1: answered. Uh, um, I've got one. I mean, they have brought up so many things that I, I, I had no idea about, you know, Um they have answered a lot of what we discussed all season on our recap shows because we did one every week. We did a recap show every week. Um and uh you guys have answered a lot of those questions but I, I know I, I know Steve or Tim, I know y'all got another question. Yeah, I've got I've got one. Um I right, go ahead
0: Steve. Did, obviously we saw we now, granted, I, I I haven't been an avid viewer of The Amazing Race. I think this may be actually like the first season that I've watched watched a full season entirely throughout the initial run. Uh, but we saw the yield come back for the first time in I think 21 seasons. I think since since 2007. Uh, did you guys really give any consideration at uh, at any point in the race whether or not to use it?
2: For us, no, because we were planning on using the yield only as, like a, like, a survival play. And so if we were near the bottom of the pack and, you know, our, our very existence depended on needing to yield someone, then we would use it. Otherwise, we just wanted to keep it with us for insurance.
8: Speaking of the yield... I do have a question. Uh, could uh, uh, I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of how like with like let's say with uh, trying to even remember their names the uh, the blonde like let's say for example Kaylin Kay and Haley you know yeah. I know
1: their names you know and, they, they uh, were my other favorite team
8: could like for example have you could you have yielded them as well and basically they would have had two yields on them at the same time.
2: Oh, no. Uh You can only only one person can use the yield at each yield location. Yeah, okay. I have
8: to say I felt bad for them because it's like they were already so far behind I thought the yield was overkill. But, um,
1: yeah. Me too. I mean, I, I honestly think they got a I think they got a, a honest edit and you guys I mean gee, you can tell us this. Um but I think I think the blondes got an honest edit as being just a couple of nice girls, a couple of nice sisters, um that were just fighting, fighting their ass off trying to stay in and uh and that's why fans <laughs> yeah. started Form.
4: Yes, the, their edit was very, you know, on spot on. They are super tough, badass women who, like, are super gritty, and they're smart and street smart, and they just don't give up, right? Um, and so that part's not particularly, like, you know, distinctive, but what is distinctive is they're so optimistic and they're so supportive of each other. Like, I've never heard them say anything not kind about each other or, you know, okay. anybody. Else. Yeah. So um, no, they're, they're, uh, if you want to get if you want to give me
8: the key, I'll just go in the lobby and talk.
3: <laughs> <laughs> they're they're,
1: uh, they're pretty sweet. They're pretty sweet <laughs> girls. They are they're pretty sweet girls, and and I might add um, off the show, they're pretty successful, they're good at what they do.
8: I have to say that when it came to Kagellin and Haley because of the fact that Sarah actually was from Charleston, so well, not from Charleston, but they were stationed in Charleston, so. That was kind of cool for me.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, let's let's go back again to to the ending. When you're when you're running in that Superdome, and you already see Will and James. Um, okay. Did, did you did, did you feel like? I'm okay with this. We we did the best we could do, and they deserve it. Or are you kind of like, damn, we should have beat them.
2: No, for me, it, you know, we were just happy to have okay. made it to the final leg, um, and I knew I ran into some bad luck with the with the baby and the king cake, and so you know we tried our hardest to to recover, but you know, we were just happy that we made it all the way to the end. I have yeah. to
8: say, I have yet to see the uh, finale.
2: Oh, spoiler alert! Well, <laughs> well,
4: I already <laughs> uh, well, I already
2: knew.
8: I already knew how it went. It was just now,
1: that now, was see, weird... now, see, I know. I know you know a little bit more about social media then you've let on because you immediately said spoiler alert so you know that much <laughs> I know that much
8: Yeah, it was my daughter with my daughter Sarah and her husband were visiting and uh they'd rather they'd rather play uh, board games than watch the finale and I just never got around to watching it cuz I already knew who won so okay.
1: Well, um, it, it's a great finale. It's a great finale. Three, three great teams, um, uh, and it capped off. And Tim, I mean, you're a historian on this show. Was this not one of the best casts they've ever had, all the way around, from top to bottom?
6: I would have to. I would have to say so. Yeah. Like every season, there, there's usually like the either some dud or team that you just really cannot stand. This season didn't really have it, have that.
8: Oh, yeah, Tim, it did he, for me. It did for me. Speaking of our historian, I've got a question. I got a question for you. And this this hmm. coincides with New Orleans. What team was eliminated? Basically, a half an hour from their house.
6: Uh, that was the Schroeder family from season eight.
1: See, see, I mean, see, I told you we we had a tar guru. He's a, he's a tar guru. And Teresa does, Teresa does this to him every podcast. She tries to trick him, <laughs> and he's always right. He always gets it right, so um Jay, what about you? yeah you got you got another question for Tom and Jay yeah, uh
0: do you think that if maybe perhaps say d'Angelo and gary were to were to have gotten in and replaced either will and James or Riley and Madison, do you think you guys would have had a better shot against them because we kind of saw uh throughout the season that D'Angelo and Gary, when they would get stuck, I mean they'd get really stuck. Like they could have they could have potentially uh had the same problems you guys had at the uh at the uh the king cake, which would have probably eaten out the playing field. It could have
1: been it could have been the difference between so st- Steve, they would get so stuck. Gary would take naps. <laughs>
3: But
0: do you, th- do you think that if that if uh, if it was another team replacing Will and James or Riley and Madison, that maybe perhaps, uh, you know, things may have played out differently for you guys?
2: Man, it's so hard to say. Because um, there, who knows if, if they would have gotten stuck at the King Cake 2. Who knows if, you know, they wouldn't have been able to put the Globe together or if they would have bickered about it. Um, you know it. It's hard to say. Well,
1: I I, I may be wrong, but I think if uh, I think if D'Angelo and Gary were there instead of Will and James, I think you guys would have an extra five hundred grand in your bank account.
7: Yeah, I think so too.
2: Yeah, appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, you know, I
5: just got to say that I think that um, Will and James were my least favorite team. I don't, I don't know. I from the get go, I just thought, I don't know. I just thought they were just kind of cocky and just didn't like them. My favorites were Gary and DeAngelo, Hung and Chi, and the Blondes. And if DeAngelo and Gary couldn't win, I wanted Hung and She to win. I was so disappointed when when Will and James said,
2: "Well, thank you, my my, my favorites."
1: Uh, and I told I told Hung this um, <laughs> in private chats leading up to this. It was going to be a thrill for me because they were my favorite you know, Hung and Chi were my favorite from this season. After that it was the blondes. Um after that it's kind of a toss up, but I I really like uh Eswar and Aparna, too. I really like them.
5: Yeah, I I like them, but not as much as I like the other ones.
1: So Yeah. Um I J B you got any more questions?
7: Uh, I don't have any more questions, but I was just going to bring up, uh, as far as Riley and Madison, uh, I really didn't like them in the beginning. Uh, It was more towards the end that I really started liking them, and I was saying, I hope they beat Will and James. (laughs) But I didn't know, I, I think, you know, Jamie, I Will think and James point, were such uh, nice people to you.
1: Yeah, Jamie, I think at that point, um, everyone either wanted Hug and She, or Riley and Madison to win because the edit that Will and James got towards the end was not pretty. So, it wasn't um, a yeah, good edit, no. It, yeah, I think at that point... Everyone wanted Hung and G R, or um, Riley and Madison. And that was Riley really weird. Hung and G that was really weird for Amazing Race to do that because they normally don't edit the winning team to be the ones that are disliked or cocky or whatever. They normally edit them kind of like in a heroic fashion. But yeah. you you guys got a great edit. Riley and Madison got a great edit. And Will and yeah. James were, were, they were edited to just be nasty.
3: Yeah.
1: And that we was, all thought. Did we that, all thought he and she had won. Yeah. Did, we did, all did, thought that did they that did. Did that surprise you guys? Did that surprise you that they got that edit? It, it did because they're
4: not... Nasty people in real life um, at all, um, and so that that was you know a little bit sad and disappointing to see. Um, but you're right; we were also surprised because usually the people who win usually have a lot of airtime, and they're always seen as you know like positive. positive. You know, who don't give up. Right. You know, they that you want to pull for them. So like that, that was also.
1: You know, you you guys you guys were getting quote unquote the winners edit. where a lot of people thought you guys were gonna win because of your edit.
5: Exactly. We thought yep, I thought for sure they had won. Yep. Would have been
2: nice.
4: <laughs> yeah. Maybe an all Yeah. Yes, please. If there's ever an all-star
1: season <laughs> <Up>. <laughs> Would you ever I, do it again
3: get,
1: that, that was my next question I was going to say I think I know the answer to this But Amazing race the stars And they call you guys Are you packing that little bitty One single bag up Ready to go again
4: For sure we would drop everything And go it was so amazing Yeah uh-huh.
3: Uh-huh.
4: Yay! Because
5: I'd like to see you do it again.
1: Yeah, if yeah. that happened, if that happened, that's that's an immediate plus for the show because you you ended up having a really really positive fan base. Fans really loved you guys. Um, oh yeah. So if they ever do that again. Yes, please, please pack that little one bag up and and uh and gee, don't make don't make Hung um,
3: carry it, you carry it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll remember that. <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh, Guys yeah, got you got anything else? Okay. Yeah.
6: So, what was it feeling like when you finished in first on the up leg?
4: We couldn't hear that. If...
6: We're, we're what was it F- F- feeling F- like when you uh, when you got your first place finishes?
2: What did it feel like when we got first place? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it was it was a total thrill. I mean.
4: It was completely surreal because it was the first flag. Um, we were still, you know, like amped up because, you know, it was still not real that we were on the show. Yeah. We had these people following us around with camera and audio, so we're not used to that. <laughs> Everything is so amazingly surreal.
2: We just done, got done racing goats. With
4: yes. This, you know. Like how much more wild could it be? Like we were pinching ourselves because it didn't it, – it was, it was way too cool, you know, like – Yeah. Even my dreams aren't that cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, I man. I mean, you, you guys all leave out of L.A., you know, at the Hollywood Bowl, um, and then you, I mean, you go to St. Augustine, um, Port of Spain, um, and I think that first roadblock, somebody had to play a section of Deo. Is that Dale. so yeah, that was Dale.
3: me. Dale. 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 That was
1: so much fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But 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 when you got to that point where you went at leg, you're like, You know what? We can do this. We can really do this.
2: Yeah. Um we you know we we were confident going in though cuz we felt like we had prepared well and we were we watched all the seasons um you just never know you know cuz there's like i said there's a big luck element involved too but yeah we were happy to survive the first leg cuz the last thing we wanted was to be the first team out you know that right, was right. a terrible terrible disappointment uh but to to come in first place was just awesome and, well, and That was the leg where you had to, uh, you had to
1: go across the finish line with a go, right? Yes.
2: (laughs) uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah. With the smashing her head at the pit stop.
5: Yeah, I was going to (laughs) ask, is she okay? (laughs) I saw that again. I was like, dang. Do you have any uh, residual effects of
4: that? I, I don't think so I mean um, I, I don't think so but I don't know right because I, I am a little bit slower dumber more predictable <laughs> now but that, just
2: that's just that's just old age <laughs> <laughs> so, so
1: on this whole journey on this whole journey for this whole season
4: and I know it's going to be
1: hard to go back and mm-hmm. and estimate this but just kind of Try to try to estimate how much time did you guys spend in airplanes traveling?
2: Oh man! Uh, well, if you estimate, I don't know, five hours between per leg of air air travel times eleven legs. Wow! Maybe fifty-five hours in the air. I, I'm I'm God. completely estimated. Did you um uh, did, did you communicate with each other while you were on the planes? I mean not, not if team, we, yeah, but we were with other, other teams. We're other teams. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That was a chance for us to get to know the other teams, um, try to get the bond with them and um and, and hopefully Bonded enough with them so that they don't U-turn us later on Right and,
1: and this this was the time This was the time When she was doing all the talking With the other teams Because Hong was ordering <laughs> Seconds, third, and fourths <laughs> on, on her That's
3: meals right. <laughs> That was our
2: later. <laughs> <laughs> That's right
1: Oh uh, Teresa, you, you got another question or
3: comment?
8: Uh yeah. How bad was your jet lag once you were done with all the with the the race?
2: Oh, it was it was bad. Our bodies were so so tired. Um the day we got back, we took a 5-hour nap. Um, and then we had a full night's sleep. And then the next day, we took another 5-hour nap. Um, wow. and then another, and then another full night's sleep. So we, we were so, so jet lagged and sleep deprived. It was just, uh, we needed that time to just recover.
8: Yeah. Cause I know, uh, cause I went to, ja- uh, I went to Japan and it was like, we got back on a Friday. It was like by that following Wednesday when my body was just like back to normal.
1: See, I, I don't I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it because I flew I flew from Arkansas I flew from Arkansas to California this week and stayed two nights and then flew back and it's only a two hour time difference. But when we got back it was the night the time changed and I still ain't got used to nothing yet. So I don't, you know, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. But uh um, that 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 does bring up bring up another point about um, after it's over with and you're back home, um, I don't know what either of you had told your uh you know, where you worked, your careers, um did they have any idea what you guys were off doing?
2: No, no they didn't. Uh and you know, luckily we, we had uh, all of our vacation saved up. And so we intentionally saved it up for you know, for the race. And uh and yeah, we, we were able to, to do the race without telling them what we were doing.
4: Because we signed NDA and how and- people so we just didn't. It was weird, but, right. but we did. Just... And, and when you got
1: home, when you got home, was it hard to get back into regular life, routine, regular meals, doing things? Because I know, I know, like on Survivor, when they get home, they dig out, they go eat, 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 and they end up going in the bathroom and having to hurl it up because their body is not used to it. Um, when you guys got back home, was the adjustment very hard
2: or did you just go right back into regular life? Uh, it, was, it was a little bit tough to, to get back to regular life. Um, you know, it was a little harder to get motivated to go to work in the morning because uh, you're still, you know, on that high on the adrenaline and um, reliving all the moments from the race. So, but, like I said, I think after a couple months it then then it was back to normal.
1: What about you hon? did Did you adapt real well when you got back home or or was it kind of tough? Was your mind still out there?
4: I think it was easier for me to readapt because there's just a lot of stuff that needed to be done in regular life, right? We have three kids and they missed us and wanted to spend a lot of time and catch up and tell us everything they had done or eaten during the five weeks we were gone. So uh it it was really easy to just step back into regular life. See now see now I'm
1: now I'm even more glad, more happy than I'm poor for you guys being parents like that because I'm I mean I've got seven so um kids <laughs> wow uh,
7: I, can you imagine I, that? <laughs> yeah, I, I can't imagine I mean I can't <laughs> imagine
1: leaving leaving that many kids behind. It had to be hard leaving those three kids behind.
4: Yeah, it it was hard, both, like, emotionally and um, logistically. logistically. Um, But we had um, a lot of support from my parents, she's parents, my brother. And, uh, yeah, so so we just made it work.
1: So what 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 do you – I mean, you said you had your vacation saved up and you didn't tell nobody. You're going to leave town and, uh, hey, I might not be back for a couple of months – can you watch my kids? Um, we're going on – I mean, what do you say? We're going on vacation? What do you – I mean, how does that work?
4: So um, we are able to tell our um, nuclear families because they're actually required to sign NDAs themselves. So okay. all of my brothers okay. and my parents knew, and his parents knew. All right,
1: good. All right, and that's so, good. so, you
4: know, they were able to help us. What was weird was, like you're saying, work and also school. So we had to go to school, tell the teachers that we'd be gone, the, the new emergency contact would be my brother, but we don't tell them where we're going, right? So they're just like, and they kind of want to ask, but they don't want to, you know, pry. And so it's just really weird, right? And we also have to yeah, tell their kids, You, you, you kind of
1: feel like they're looking at you like, what are you doing abandoning your kids? Oh, they
4: are. They are judging Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that that kind of goes along like Survivor does. They allow you to tell somebody. Uh, Survivor even allows you to tell your workplace. They allow you to tell your boss so, so they know, um, so you don't lose your job or nothing if, if you want to leave. Um, but it sounds like you guys planned it out well enough to where you had your vacation time saved up, but... Uh, there, uh, you know, at, do you know of anybody else in the cast that had any problems with that? Has anybody else got back home and had issues because of them being away?
4: No, I don't think so. I think everybody had it um, pretty planned out or had flexible, you know, work situations. Um mm-hmm. I think our situation was probably the most complicated because we had, you know, kids. Um, Yeah. Did you, uh,
1: I doubt that you did, but did did you guys know who Jerry, did you guys know who Jerry
2: was? Did you, did you know the athletic background? No, I I didn't know who Jerry was. Yeah. Um, Yeah, no clue. Yeah, I saw him, he
1: he must be pretty successful I saw him um, either last week or the week before Fixing to get on a private plane heading out somewhere So the guy must have done well with his earnings You know, uh, from when he played Um, Are you still in touch with uh, Riley and Madison very much?
4: Yes yes um yeah they they're doing great they're they're healthy um, yeah
1: and, uh, and and I know you're still in touch i know you're still in touch with uh will and James I know you're still in touch with the blondes. um what about the brunettes? Are you still in touch with them um we
4: I haven't talked with them one on one as much as the other teams that you mentioned. Um but we did see them year and a half ago. Yeah, Year and a half ago. Year and a half ago when we all had a reunion and we were all there um together.
1: Did uh, did all of you uh you know with the with the proposal with Will and James um at the finish line um Have all of you been able to get back together with them at the same time since you've been home?
4: Yeah. So we, um, there was a reunion in, um, at Gary's Place in uh, Florida. We weren't able to go to that one, but there was another one in Austin, Texas, where we were all there, Um, and we were, there was going to be another one, um, but that one did, not clearly because of COVID, and I think the next one will probably be
2: Will and James wedding
4: Will and wedding. When it when it happens. Yeah. yeah, 'cause that's been delayed a couple of times.
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Um uh, we have um one. Uh
1: Teresa, you got any more questions or comments?
8: Yes. Uh uh with uh were you were you guys able to go to Elena? I can't remember the guy's name, but Elena and her boyfriend's uh, wedding.
2: We yeah, Leo and Alana, yeah. Uh, we we couldn't join in person, but we did we did join virtually for uh, for a little bit of it. Um, but yeah, it, it was a beautiful wedding, and we're, we're super happy for them. They
1: were so cute. Um, I really like them. Yeah, let me let me ask you. I mentioned this earlier. I mean, because you guys brought it up. I mean, you you guys said you thought D'Angelo
3: kind of really, really
1: wanted to get that villain in it. He wanted to be the bad guy, and that's cool, <laughs> fine. Because that normally gets you asked back to play again. Um, what about Alex? What did you guys think of him? There were a lot of people that didn't like Alex. I don't
2: know what Alex. Is. I'm sorry, Jim. Who, who who's Alex? Yeah. Not Alex. I'm I'm sorry. Not
1: Alex. I'm thinking about I'm thinking about um, social media account names. Leo. What about Leo? Um, he kind of seemed like he didn't mind being a a villain either
4: um i i don't know about that um cuz Leo, leo's real sweet he's um he's real funny and he um has a sharp and dry sense of humor but um i don't know i was i was kind of surprised at how he was actually edited sometimes as a villain um
1: yeah and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, you know, you guys said you weren't all that active on social media. Um, he would bicker back and forth with with the trolls and the haters and stuff. Um, he would he would go toe to toe with them and talk back to them and and I, you know, what I'm seeing this, I'm thinking what my wife told me years ago. When, when you're having people like that, the easiest thing to do is just block them because all they're doing is want your attention. They're just wanting you to talk to them. Just block them, get rid of them. But he he would carry on and on and on with them, especially on Twitter. Um, and a lot of wouldn't. It was all Leo was the one that was out there. Um, doing doing the battle um and you just said you were kind of surprised about his edit because he wasn't that kind of
4: guy um yeah leo's willing to engage in um conversation probably more so than the the average person <laughs> um so I, I did notice that on social media and a lot of the things he said he was he always seemed really yeah. calm he was really rational and he engaged, but never in like nastiness. You know, he never said, you know, this random, nasty, ignorant things. Um, but yeah, I, I, I see where you're coming from that he, you know, was more willing to engage and continue to have conversations even with people who were um, judgmental they, they didn't or... Deserve,
1: judgmental. Yeah, they, they yeah. didn't deserve <laughs> his time. They, they yeah. didn't deserve his, his time. And he was still giving it to him um what about what about that scene this season where they're sitting there watching teams walk in and they're making fun of who ain't gonna show up, and then all of a sudden, bam, they show up
4: oh. yeah <laughs> that <laughs> that that was funny, and I'm so surprised that the camera crew caught it just like that, like they the <laughs> the crew. So amazing for them to you know be able to have framed it like that so well
1: wow. yes yeah. <laughs> that that became that, so yeah, that was a great yeah. moment that was a great moment gee gee tell us a little bit more behind the scenes um while you're out doing all of this while you're traveling everywhere we we know there there's a producer with you we know there's a camera person and probably a, a, a mic person, a boom, whatever you want to call them, how many people are following each team around?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. So every team has a camera guy and a sound guy that's attached to you the entire leg. But then in addition to that, um, there's story. there's three story producers or four story producers that kind of – roam uh, around throughout the course and you know they'll they'll meet up with certain teams as as teams arrive at certain stations um, and then in addition to that uh, we've got like security detail team so it's a three person team that's responsible for the safety and uh, uh, and health of all of the all the racers um, and then on top of that I think there's like a lawyer that travels around to make sure people are following the rules. And then you also wow. have, uh, and then on top of that, you also have what they call zone camera people. So these are people that aren't attached to a team. They're just stationed at a certain roadblock or at a detour to get, you know, the, uh, the general shot. Uh, and so, so it's
1: a, yeah, I mean, it's that, a, that sounds, that sounds massive. Um, Cause I can tell yeah, survivor, yeah. They have, they have a producer, a camera person, and a mic person with, with each player. That's it. Um, but that sounds massive. So when you have to get in a car or you have to do something, what happens to that whole team? How, are, are, they, how are, they, are they following you somehow?
2: Yes, so when we get into a taxi, our camera guy and our sound guy has to come in with us. But then, you know, in addition to those guys, you know, you've got the uh the security team, the story producers, they're also getting their own taxis to make their way from place to place as well.
1: So they they're never that far
2: from behind you. They're
1: always pretty close by.
2: That's right. Wow,
1: um,,
2: Tom, what do you think about what do
1: you think about the flights?
4: You know a long time ago,
1: on this show, it was a battle about getting flights you know who could get the flight and this and that, and now it kind of looks like it's it ain't no big deal. You show up at the airport and you get your flight, you know
4: yeah because of security reasons we actually travel in blocks so that the security folks you know know where we are are close to us um and that's primarily the reason why there aren't all the crazy flight bookings that used to happen in earlier seasons um right. so we didn't realize that until we got on the, the show you know and saw that how it happened but it, it makes sense um
1: I, I I actually think I'll, I actually think I like it better like this because I used to hate seeing somebody get screwed over by somebody getting a quicker flight. You know I I didn't like that. You know they're both sitting there trying trying to book flights. One of them gets a quicker flight. Oh and now the plane's full and now I'm sorry but you're screwed. You got to wait on the next flight. <laughs> You know. Um JB, you got another question?
7: Uh I can't think of one right now.
1: All right, what about Melissa, what about you?
5: Um no, I don't think that I have any more
1: questions. I know you've got comments uh, though. Right, Melissa, come on, I know you got comments. I know you got opinions.
3: <clears throat>
5: well, I do, but I think I've expressed them already. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want oh, me to get nitty-gritty, I, I can I, get, actually have to get off. I, I, will, uh, I will tell you, I will tell I, you that Melissa was, gr- <laughs> Melissa was
1: pulling for y'all. Melissa was pulling for y'all all year.
5: Um, I didn't see enough of Nathan and Cody to make an opinion. Or Kelly and Lavon, um or even Jerry and Frank. I did I liked one of the Michelle and Victoria twins are girls, but I didn't like the other one. Um, I liked Leo and Alana a lot. I liked Caitlin and Haley and
3: yeah.
5: Eswar and um Aparna, But my favorites were D'Angelo and Gary, um, Hung and Chi and the Wands. And oh, I yeah. really did not like Riley Madison that much, and I, I think Will and James were one of my least favorite teams.
1: Wow. Um, and so. <laughs> H- H- Hung and Chi. Do you do you understand? Do you understand a fan's analysis like that? Do you look at it like, yeah, I can see why they would think that after what they saw.
4: Um, we got so much um, unsolicited feedback about how um, great or how awful we were, so we kind of just take no, everything were great. with a grain of salt. Um, huh. Yeah, and I, and I appreciate that you are saying that, Melissa, but a lot of people did not like us. Or actually, actually, take it back. A lot of people did not like me. <laughs> everybody liked right. me. Really? Yes, yes. And so, you know, we just, you know, let, you know, everybody have their own opinion about, you know, what they liked or didn't like. And, you know, we don't take right. it
1: particularly. I, um, I, 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 I may have a different opinion. I don't I don't think there were many people out there that didn't like Hong. I thought they saw her as a fierce, badass little competitor that oh, never yeah. well, gave <laughs> up.
5: The figured sauerkraut out on the first try. You know? Yeah, I mean, I,
1: I mean, I mean, if, I, if I, anything, if anything, the, the fans—and this is no disrespect <laughs> to you, Chi—because I know. You did your part. I know you did, but a lot of fans were like, "Pam is carrying that team. She's carrying that team." <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I. Mean, I
5: uh, that's very kind I, of you I then. just. Uh, I don't know. That's I um. What... I thought that she was great. I thought they were both great. I don't think I ever had one moment during that whole season where I thought,
1: "Ugh, God," or (laughs) I felt like you know, I felt like I felt like the whole season, the smartest, the smartest team in the race.
5: We've the teeth. Exactly.
1: That would figure Mm -hmm. out how to do stuff. I always thought it was hung and cheek. I thought they were the mm-hmm. smartest team in the race.
3: I thought for sure
5: they had won. I really did.
1: I wish uh, they Jim would have. I, I, know, I, know, I know their bank account wishes they would have.
7: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Mm-hmm.
1: Steve, what about you? Steve, Steve you got another question?
2: Hey guys, I apologize. Hung and I, we probably need to drop off pretty soon to just help the kids go to bed and stuff. Okay,
1: alright. Okay. let okay. maybe get one more. Maybe get one more question in, Steve. Steve, yeah, you have another um, question. Yeah,
0: if you guys were to return for an All Star season, who do you who would you guys want to want to face off against the most to see if you could beat them in the Amazing Race?
2: Like from our season or from any season, from any, any, from any, any season. season,
0: anybody, any anybody season. that would come back.
2: Oh man, um, uh, I think I'm just happy to be on this. Show. Yeah, man, I don't know I, if it matters. I think it'd be fun to race with the uh, animals. Fun to race with uh Tyler and Corey.
4: I think the crazy thing is, if we were to go on an All-Star season, I think that I would, um, because, you know, we're both super fans, I I would be, like, fangirling out to other people (laughs) who are on there, you know? Um, Because I have my favorites from each season, too. Right, right. Oh, it would be so cool just to meet them, you know?
1: Yeah,
8: Um, yeah. Me, it would be the Cowboys.
4: uh, Oh, Team Fun?
1: Yeah, that can oh be yeah, a lot of. Oh my God, a lot of people love the Cowboys.
4: Yes, yeah. yes. Um, yeah. They had difficulty yeah. getting some place, but when they got the challenges, they killed them all.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen, we have kept we have kept Hung and around long enough. I understand how it is. They've got some kids to go attend to. But we really, really appreciate you being on here. Um, you you opened our eyes up to a lot of things we did not know. And uh, maybe down the road, even if you're not on the next episode, uh, maybe we'll have you back and get your opinion about, you know, the next season and their players. You know, maybe we'll do it again.
4: Thank yeah. you, guys, for having us. It was an absolute pleasure, and uh, it was just so much fun to chat with you guys um, and to, to talk through things, and hopefully we said a couple of things that were either interesting or entertaining. Um, oh, you did. But it. thank
3: you. Oh,
1: you did. You did. <laughs> you killed it. I'm thrilled. Yeah. Gee, gee, I'm thrilled to finally get to talk to you because I'm, I'm talked <laughs> to your wife, but I'm I'm thrilled to finally get to talk to you.
4: Um, he just walked out of the room because he needed to go put some toothpaste on a toothbrush because he can't <laughs> get it on
8: there.
4: Well, hon, I want to
8: say one thing that I I was looking forward so much to being able to talk to you that I am actually been been in a hotel lobby because my husband kicked me out of the room because uh, he was trying to sleep. <laughs>
4: You're so uh, funny. Yeah, you, but, Thank you so much for spending time with us.
1: Yeah, you see how popular you are. You got you got women leaving their husbands in
4: hotels <laughs> to talk you out in the lot. Uh, <laughs> uh, Perfect. Well you guys, um, stay safe, stay healthy. Um, it's a crazy, crazy bonkers time right now, so everybody, you right, know right. take care of yourself. Yeah,
5: you stay safe too, hon. I've been hearing about the horrible, horrible deaths that happened recently. Yes, yeah. um, and the violence against Asian Americans—it's just awful. It's
1: uh, just so yeah. horrible. It really, it is. It really is so horrible. So horrible. Oh, yeah. um, thank you again. So you say thank you. I will you. be. I'll, I'll be in touch with you tomorrow and follow up with you. <laughs> and you guys have a great night. And you were saying guest, and I so appreciate you both coming on the show.
4: Absolutely. Yeah, you guys you. have a good night. Thank you. Yeah, you, you too. Thank you. Bye.
7: Yes. Thank you also.
4: <clears throat> I will. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye.
7: All right,
1: we're still <laughs> on here. Uh, um, how many minutes we got left? Yeah. Uh got about 40. Man, was that cool or what? Was, that, was yeah. that cool? How did you like hearing that inside information?
5: That was pretty That was pretty cool.
1: Awesome.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, they I mean, were, they were horrific work.
0: tonight. It, it, it puts, it mean, puts we a heard, lot we
1: of heard the, by, We heard behind the scenes how things work, how they eat, where do they stay, um, how many yeah. crew follow them. I mean, we heard a lot of stuff, and then we we have some questions answered. You know, we
3: asked all
1: season long, "Why didn't they pull over Over. and get somebody to go with them?" We found out tonight it's against the rules. Can't do it. So yeah,
0: it put it put a lot of uh, it put a lot of our recap shows into perspective uh, with a lot of the a lot of the stuff that was covered tonight.
1: Yeah, I thought they were, I thought they were very, I thought they were very honest. Um, they didn't dodge one single question. They answered every question. Um, I thought they were great. I thought they were great. I did too. Well, I'll tell you what, some of the things
7: that they said,
8: uh, uh like when you talked about how they couldn't get somebody to come with them team cha cha would have had wouldn't have uh, lasted as long as they had if that rule had been in effect then
1: yeah and, and the thing the thing about how they went home and they still never told their family they didn't even tell their kids Yeah, (laughs) really. I mean, I can't imagine me and JJ going on Amazing Race and being in the final three and coming home and not telling one of our kids what happened.
7: But they, I got to be, I. I have a feeling that you would have taken one of the kids aside and said, I'm going to tell you what we did, and I am not. I'm, I want to tell you not to tell any of the other kids, okay?
1: Yeah, and J.B., you know how, you know how good that would work?
7: It wouldn't. It wouldn't work at all.
1: There ain't, there ain't, there ain't a one of them. There's not a one of them I can tell that
7: wouldn't you know,
3: run tell
1: another one. So, um, man, I loved that podcast, though. This was great. Tim, you asked some great questions. Um, what did you think about this podcast? This was pretty cool, wasn't it? Having, uh, hug cool. And Tea, this was really, really cool, really cool. Um, we talked about challenges. We found out that the boat really wasn't that big a deal. I mean, if they had the boat back up running in five minutes, wasn't big a deal. Um, we, I mean, we we found out D'Angelo wanted to be portrayed as a villain, and he damn sure got
7: it. <laughs> yeah, he got it. But,
1: yeah, I mean everybody agrees he's a super, super nice guy, but he just wanted to be a villain. I mean, I mean it happens. See, does that not happen? I mean, aren't there? I mean, on reality shows, aren't there people that are really okay guys or girls, but they just want to be the villain? Oh yeah, and yeah.
0: plus. And plus they know that every single show needs a villain. So he knew, he probably figured that, you know, he's going to get more screen time that way. If he, if he starts acting in a villainous way, like he did.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. Melissa, Melissa, I did point out, I made sure I pointed out, you were a huge um, the Angelo and Gary supporter, and we argued yeah. about that all season. <laughs> <laughs> but well, but okay. it wasn't
5: just well, I mean, they it's okay. Yeah, they were one of my favorites, but I also like Hunan <laughs> and the and Blonde. I like Leo and Alana. Um,
1: I, I like I like I like so many of these teams. I may try mm-hmm. to book some more. Um I think J.J.'s working on Kay Lynn and Haley, the blondes. Mm-hmm. Um Oh but man I, I would love I'd love to have uh I'd love to have a partner and Eswar, I'd love to have them on.
7: Um, Riley I, and I Madison think, would be cool too.
1: Yeah, I I I, 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 any, I just,
7: any any them, of, any of them really.
1: I mean, you I mean, just love this cast
7: so much. The whole cast. Yeah. I
1: mean, you could take the first boot. You can take Cody um, and, and bring them yeah. on, and they'd probably be fun. They'd probably be interesting.
7: Yeah, they would probably give you all kind of uh, ins and outs, too. Yeah. Yeah, so,
1: well, I mean, we, we may do some more of these car um podcast. Um this was the one I wanted because I admit it they were my favorites and if I if I was gonna do a tar podcast, that's who I wanted. Um thank thank you, Jesus. Um we were able to do that. Now uh, we You're may be, we we may move on. We may move on and do some more. Um, There seemed to be a lot of interest on social media. When I was doing the postings on Instagram and Twitter, um, a lot of other um, tar contestants from this season were commenting, clicking like, retweeting. So maybe, maybe we get lucky and get somebody else. Would I would love like it if you day?
8: could get Justin and Diana. Who? Justin and Diana.
3: Uh, uh, zero one, twenty-seven. Yeah. Yeah, that's...
6: That's
1: that's past my time. <laughs> Don't you mean before uh, your I'm, time? I'm, I'm, I'm I'm concentrating on season thirty-two. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that's just me. I love this. I love this season. I love this cast. I love this cast. Yeah. Um. But uh, you know, maybe we'll get the blondes on here, and, and we'll ask them if they need a map. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat>
7: They'll probably say no. uh, They really didn't.
1: (laughs) But we did find out. We did find out the question we asked all season, and nobody, it was so crazy, nobody in an exit interview asked the question. Why didn't you just get somebody to go with you and show you how to get there? We found out tonight. We asked the question, and we found out. You can ask for help, you can ask for directions, but they can't physically they can't
7: go with you. you.
1: Yeah, they can't go with you. And we and we found out how the food works, how the clothes work. Now I thought this this was really interesting. I really did. Yeah. Um and I I found it interesting that they allow them a certain amount of money, each leg, that they can eat on. And and uh, Hung and Chi said they held on to their money just in case they needed it for something else. And they'd wait and eat in
7: the hotel at night. Or on the plane, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hung, Hung said she ate. Second thirds and fourths on the plane.
7: Or on the plane, yeah.
1: <laughs>
7: oh, so, like we
1: can't
3: and, 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 you know the steward is like, I can't kill this damn girl up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so Steve, what do you think? Overall. Pretty good podcast.
0: Oh yeah, I thought it. I thought it was very. Uh, it was a very informative podcast, especially for it being our first amazing race uh, podcast, where we've had people from the actual show uh, join us. You know, there was there was a lot. Like I said earlier, there was a lot of stuff that we were wondering in the recap podcasts that we got answered. We got uh, quite a bit of those answered tonight.
1: Yeah, I
8: think I may have to go yeah. back and rewatch the
1: season. Yeah, yeah and um, uh, I mean we, I mean, we yeah, found out their feelings. I mean, I mean we went down Bourbon Street with them. They understood the beads things. Um, they knew when they got to the Superdome that that they they weren't first. They knew they had lost. Um, they didn't know about the uh, proposal because they weren't there yet. We we found out they're all still really really close. They all hang out in group chats. Um, He could care less about social media. He don't he don't care much about it. Um, I, I you know I mean we found out how they. That were super fans, how many times they applied when they finally made it, the things that they did i couldn't believe I couldn't believe they made um send a video of herself swimming to prove she could swim. I've never heard of that before
7: <laughs> uh
1: if Survivor had done that, if
3: Survivor had done that, would have
5: never got on the show. <laughs> who was it? I think it was, who was it we had not long ago that said the same thing, that they had hit them take, and it was a Survivor. Maybe it was Artist of them swimming.
0: It was. They had to cat. do
5: it. He
1: said something uh-huh. at least something involving swimming. Yep. So 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 they make so they make blacks and Asians prove they make blacks and Asians prove they can swim. <laughs> hmm. Well, I'll tell
3: you
8: what. I don't know if you watch. Well, I
5: don't know, but
1: I don't know uh, if you watch, watch if season fifteen. Well, no. I think you guys heard. I think you guys heard what I told him when she said that that she had to. Sending a tape proving she could swim and dive down under. Um, I, I was not making that up. John Cochran and Stephen Fishbach both, both, I'm not going to say they hired people to teach them, but they learned more about swimming in a olympic size swimming pool Before they went on Survivor So um, I just found that I've I've
3: never
1: heard I've never heard another show Ask for a tape To prove You can
7: swim Yeah why would you need to swim On the amazing race Well, Well,
3: well,
5: not so much now, but they used to have a lot of some challenges.
8: Well, and then you have one person who uh, couldn't even go down a water slide even with water wings. I
1: know. Were you you guys surprised surprised when I talked to uh, Hong about walking down the side of that building that she wasn't scared and when i asked she was he worried he was like no not at all <laughs> were you guys surprised were y'all surprised at that after thinking back to how it looked on your on your tv
5: he was actually really excited and he was smiling and he didn't have a care in the world i don't think that he was worried one lick uh-uh
1: but didn't she look kind of
5: scared? She was scared, but she wasn't.
1: But she said tonight she, was. she wasn't scared. She said tonight she wasn't scared.
5: Well,
6: she I think even scared. if you're not really scared <laughs> and maybe you make the mistake of looking down, then you get scared.
1: Yep. I I I, 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 just like I told them, if that was me and JJ, um, baby, I love you, but, uh, this one's on you. <laughs> 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 I ain't coming down that damn wall. <laughs> That's hey, the same way I would be with my hey,
6: partner. I couldn't hey, even, I, 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 I had I, trouble jumping off the high dive with my swimming pool. That's how yeah, I, afraid I am, I like. am uh
1: I am A.E. I ain't Spider Man. Oh <laughs> uh, but I'll
7: do an right, what, I'll what, do what, any right, of that what, stuff. What
1: did, you, what did you guys think about them saying this whole final five thing was basically the edit of the show there was no final five it was always the final three which did get there but they but they made us watch and think it was a final five what did you guys think of that that kind of i mean me. that's
6: kind of surprising because i've listened to like podcasts and stuff elsewhere and you and in a partner. Um, one of them was he was like, yeah, we never, if there was a five, we never really benefited from it.
3: What? what about you, Steve,
1: Steve, what about you? What do you think about that revelation? There was never a final yeah. five, and and they built that up all season. It was always a final three
0: yeah it kind of, it kind of surprised me but at the same time it kind of reinforced as well just exactly how manipulated the 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 shows are to where what you may what you may necessarily see on screen may not necessarily be what's you know what actually happened like we were told that it was an alliance of five But yet Hung and Chi uh, Weren't even aware of it Until they were told about it uh, When Phil When Phil uh, questioned them At one of the uh, At one of the One of the uh, stops Right right Yeah
5: and I I, am. I remember thinking I remember thinking that Eswar and um, Apana, Aparna Aparna they were, Yeah, they weren't even, it seemed like they didn't even have a clue that they were in that five. They had no idea.
1: Yeah. I, I, I would love to get them on here. I would love to get, mm-hmm. I, I would love to have Eswar and Aparna on a podcast and hear what they had mm-hmm. to say about all of that. I'd love that. Um, For the record, Jim uh, is, his name is pronounced. You know what I it makes sense. It makes sense game wise. It makes sense game wise because if you've ever played Whispers games or whatever, you work backwards. You got your final two. You got your final three. You got your final five. <clears throat> and it looks like on this season, they had their final three from the get go that's the three, you know, they want to get there together. And they worked together all season, and uh, it just so happened who the four and five teams were. You know, they just happened to get there. Um, It wasn't like um, our final three decided, okay, they're going to be four, they're going to be five. I think the
6: four and five teams just got there somehow <laughs> on their own. I see, I feel like, I kind of feel like when Gene, Will and James formed that alliance with them, that was sort of a testament to their uh, fandom of Big Brother and Survivor, because I know them to be fans of those shows. I mean, yeah, that's what you do in, in Big Brother and Survivor. Yeah.
1: Um, and, Teresa, Teresa, you still haven't seen the finale yet?
8: No. Well,
1: they gave you, I, I think it was, I think it was, she said, Spoiler Alert, Spoiler Alert.
6: Yeah. <laughs>
3: Uh. <laughs>
1: KB what did you think about it Pretty cool for a, a TAR podcast
7: It's the first uh, TAR podcast that I uh, Participated in And Of all the TAR Podcasts and all the uh, Survivor podcasts I would rank this uh, number one. Wow. Wow. And,
1: you know, everybody knows you've been with me for years. Um, So,
7: you really enjoyed this. I did. Good. Good.
1: I did, too. I I mean, I, I just, I think they're good people. You know, number one, I think they're good people. Um, that makes the podcast a lot easier when you know you're dealing with good people. Uh, when you know you got somebody that might be a little shady and they might want to lie to you, and you're going to have to question them. That's not that's not fun. When you when you got when you got people that you think are good people, honest people, it makes it go so much smoother. So much easier. Probably, like mm-hmm. I said, they didn't dodge. They didn't dodge anything. Anything we asked, they told us. They told us. Mhm.
7: And they li- And they liked being on uh, the the uh, podcast too.
1: Yeah, yeah. They had a good time. They had a good time. Yeah. And and, and Hong Hong is very very. Rarely, rarely on social media. See, he's virtually non-existent. He kind of counts, but he, hes not there. He's not there. he, he, he don't care nothing about social media. So, um, for them to do this was was really cool, and um, huge huge thank you out. To so them, especially hung, because she's the one I reached out to way back in December about doing this, and uh, I said, "Let's let's get through the holidays, let's get to New Year's, and then we'll do it." And uh, she kept her word, and they did it. So um,
8: you sound like you're losing your voice, Jim.
1: I am. It, it, it's a sinus infection. But I'm hanging in there. I'm hanging there. I'm, I'm, I'm myself and myself in like a, a villain on WWE.
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was breaking up on my end. What, what did you say, Jim?
1: Uh, let me plug my phone back in. For some reason, when I don't plug my phone in, you guys see you don't hear me um. <laughs> no i think
0: it, I think it was on i think it was on my end
1: uh
0: oh i was saying, somebody
1: somebody commented on my voice and i said i'm sounding like a villain on wwe a little bit yeah, yeah i
7: heard i heard that <laughs>
0: Right, you know, yeah. you're, you're sounding a little bit like uh, if you've uh, if you've heard of them, um, uh, Michael Madsen. Oh my God! I
3: can't
1: help it. Every every uh, it's like January through the end of March. I have this sign of stuff. I can't help it. And then all of a sudden, it goes away. The uh, the drainage. The mucus it all vanishes and I'm okay again.
6: Yeah. Jim, I don't think anyone would be mad if we called it early and you saved your voice for tomorrow night's podcast.
8: Oh, there's a podcast tomorrow night?
1: Oh yeah, we've got Pearl Islands. Survivor Pearl Islands. And all right. and, and and I have <laughs> I'm not saying it's going to happen. Um, it's like a fifty-fifty thing. But I am. Um, I have been talking to a husband and wife um, the last three days about coming on tomorrow night. So we'll see if it works or if it don't.
3: Okay.
5: Yeah, I'm rewatching Coral Island. I started it today.
6: Yeah, that's the next season I'm, that season I'm planning on rewatching.
1: I love Pearl that's the next
6: Islands. Season. That's the next season I'm planning on rewatching. Uh I've been rewatching I, the Australia now back. I love
1: Pearl Islands. I don't like how Sandra won by just hey uh just. Am I, I, I thinking of like how again? Sandra winning was better.
6: At Andrew winning was better than Will winning. That's my opinion.
1: Yeah, I, I don't like how she better won. Better than you winning? Will. She won. So, um, I, was, I was pulling for Darragh that season. Well, uh, um, Anybody
8: but Johnny Bear play would have been good to win.
1: Well, I uh-huh, will tell I'm, you, right. I, did not, I did not send Fairplay play an invite. <laughs> <laughs> That's thank good. You. <laughs> I did, yes, I did, thank you. I did approach. I did approach some others. I have. I, I approached Trish Dunn. I approached Nicole uh, Delma. I approached Siawana. I approached Rhino. Rhino can do it.
4: Um, I know Rhino. We're good
1: friends. Um, he's remodeling his bathroom right now. When he gets off work. So he's gonna be working in his bathroom that night. Um so he he can't do it. Um, I contacted Burton. Um I didn't feel like used was worth contacting Lillian because I don't think she's been on social media since the dinosaurs left. Um, Shoot. <laughs> um I I even I even contacted Austin. Um I contacted Savage, contacted Rupert, um, contacted Sandra, but Sandra's too busy trying to make fifteen bucks off of Zoom videos with it with fans. So um she I know she won't be around. Um but I, I I you know, I did my work, I, survivors are getting kinda of, they're getting kinda of fickle. Um, it's like the further you go back they don't they don't really want to do it no more. It has to be a recent season, um, to get them on board talking. If you go back that far, yeah. and a lot of them don't want to really talk about it no more. Yeah, I've contacted, I talked, contacted Michelle, contacted Krista Hasty. Um, you know, I've i tried, I've tried. Um, a lot of them have yeah. gone. Um, yeah, they moved on. Another dogs. guy, Sean, mm-hmm. Sean Cohen. I contacted him. Um, and the other thing is. You don't know that where you contact them, they even keep up with that anymore. You may contact them on Facebook, and they don't even use Facebook no more. You may contact them on Twitter, and they don't use Twitter anymore. You may contact them on Instagram, and they don't use Instagram. So you don't know. You know, you just don't know. But I I have been in touch with one that I'm – I'm real good friends with um, and I pitched the idea um, of bringing his wife on with him because I'm real good friends with her um, and I thought that would be cool so we'll see you know I haven't heard back Um, I think I mentioned it yesterday to him so we'll see he uh, when I sent him the idea about the podcast with the, with the uh, promo material, he said, "Oh, that's cool." Fond memories of Pearl Islands, and that's when I went into trying to book him and his wife. Um, but I haven't heard back from that yet, so it may just be us talking tomorrow night. We'll see. But it was a great, it was a great season. It was a great season. It was. I mean, there, there's a lot to discuss about that outback tribe. You know, that raised uh, uh a whole bunch of hell with fans.
6: Yeah, the Outcast Twist was stupid.
8: <laughs> well at least it wasn't yeah. as bad as uh
6: Yeah, it's still not as bad. bad Island as of
8: Extinction. Yeah. Where, Where people it? were in the final three that has basically spent ninety uh, percent of their time on Island of Extinction. I will tell I you.
6: I, I will tell about the, this is the
1: I time will now. tell you if I. I will tell you if I get these two people. You're gonna you're gonna love the night. You're gonna really enjoy it if I get these two. So well, I
8: guess I'll probably be looking for another night in the hotel lobby. <laughs>
1: or or it may just be us it may just be us talking about uh Pearl Islands. It could just be us. Yep. I mean I even I even found Nicole Delma. I even found her and contacted her. I, was it? Was she not the first boot to Wasn't mm-hmm. she the first boot? She was.
7: Yes, and she was. was. I
1: even found her. I found oh, her. Hmm.
7: At the, I contacted
1: her. I can guarantee you, Sandra won't be home. Sandra's too <clears> busy out trying to do Zoom videos, making fifteen bucks for talking to somebody on a video.
5: Yeah, some of them get a little bit. No, you got to
7: pay yeah.
1: me to do it. Right. Nah. Yeah. Sorry, Sandra. I ain't paying yeah, you, but I will happened? tell everybody. I'm not paying you, Sandra, but I will tell everybody that during that season, you were posting on Survivor Sucks, and you were using the name Survivor Cuz, C-U-Z.
3: Mm-hmm. And I
1: warned you. I warned you under my Missy A.E. account, I know who you are because you referred to Russell as Rascal. Nobody's ever referred to Russell as Rascal except you, Sandra. And I'm telling you right now, you've got a million reasons why you don't need to be over here posting this shit. (laughs) <laughs> and she left. She left Survivor Sucks. She, she didn't know mm-hmm. she had won. She didn't know she had won until I told her that. But she knew I knew who she was. So, um, I, that's probably a story that I will repeat tomorrow night in case people are listening tomorrow night. Um I know a lot about that season. I know a lot about it. Um I probably, I still say to this day, you know, I don't like the guy. We don't get along anymore. But Russell Lance dominated that season. Not no, I'm talking about Samoa now. Pearl Islands, I think, on Pearl Islands. Crap, that'd be hard to pick. be hard to pick. I don't know if I'd pick Dara. I don't know if I'd pick, uh, maybe, maybe Sandra did deserve it. I don't know. What do you guys think? Out oh, of the two who were there,
6: yes, yeah, she did. I would honestly yeah. say overall though. As much as I didn't like him, fair play probably deserved it the most.
3: Yeah. You yeah. Yeah, I, kind
0: of, I kind of agree I kind of agree about fair play. I, I, I just I, I just can't think that him, uh, I do think
6: he was the most deserving.
8: I I can't remember who it was. That he uh, when he wrote uh, when he went to vote for somebody vote somebody out I can't remember who it was but in his like little confessional he says f you uh,
6: that was Sean he said that
1: about yeah Well, yeah. that's fair play that's fair play but but. You know, you can disagree about people and still get along with other people. I know you guys remember a couple of weeks ago we had Matt and Tessa Bischoff on the show, and they were great uh-huh. guests, right? They were great. Yeah. They were great. hmm And Matt does a podcast with Fair Play, and I promise you both of them know I cannot stand Fair Play. We've talked about it. We've talked about it. Tessa, Tessa asked me. Um, I understand you don't like him, and that's cool. That's cool. A lot of people don't like him, but don't take it out on math And I said, I'm not. I won't do that, Tessa. I'm not going to do that.
3: Uh,
1: yeah. So. Uh, Anyway, we got four minutes left. Anybody want to get anything else out there that that we heard on the TAR uh, podcast tonight? Or maybe Pearl Islands tomorrow night? Oh, no, the only
7: the only thing I want to say about Pearl Islands is that I kind of agree with uh John uh Johnny Fairplay as being uh you know, better. Mainly because I don't think anybody else liked Lillian coming back to right be in runner up. That was like uh the that was like the uh Survivor where that one guy came back and uh, won.
8: Chris Underwood. Yeah, uh, Chris. Yeah,
7: Chris Underwood. Chris. Yeah, And I don't uh, think they p- liked plus, real, Sandra. Uh, I don't think they uh, liked Sandra that much. But
1: fair play didn't win. Sandra won. Right. And plus when
0: it
7: comes you know, to
1: well,
7: Lily, Will was the other herself, analyst,
0: and
6: They definitely didn't like her, I don't think.
0: Yeah, and, and when it comes to Lillian, she calls herself a scoutmaster, and yet there's supposed to be a code of honor when it comes to scoutmasters. And, uh, yeah. yeah, she had none. Just put it plain and simple. Yeah, we
1: are uh, We're going to have a lot of fun talking about Pearl Islands tomorrow. night. I can tell you a lot of stories about Dara and what happened to her. Um, her name leaked. Uh, um Before it was officially announced, she actually lost a job over it because Survivor fans kept calling where she worked, trying to talk to her, and she actually lost her job because of that, Um, because her name leaked. Um, I don't know how it leaked. I'm pleading 100% innocent. But uh, she ended up in a better career. She's a dental assistant. Now, dental hygienist, I should say. So, um, got a beautiful family, beautiful kids, doing great. Um, But, um, all right, we are down to about one minute. So, get your goodbyes in before Steve, you know, post Make the post. All
8: righty. Um, hopefully see you, uh, see you guys
5: tomorrow. Okay. Bye I guys. almost I'll forgot about Bye-bye. tomorrow.
7: Bye. I'll have to put it in my telephone. Bye-bye. bye for me
1: here tonight. You're welcome. Let's Thank you for
5: this. hosting. Thank you so much. Hey, everybody, we'll have talk a good to you tomorrow.
7: Hey, Jim, thank you for having Hung and Tea on here. All right.